Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 13, Episode 4, Earth's Black Holes. Wiggle, <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. Captain McConaughey, we're at the event horizon. Tars, please use my character's name, Tars. <laughs> Sorry, Matthew. Uh, it's, I exist outside of the fourth wall. <laughs> yes, it's on the left. Well, I can only go, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> you got me, Tars. Goddamn you, you beautiful cancel. hunk of plastic wood, whatever you are. <laughs> A vinyl flooring yeah. or some shit looking... <laughs> Looking motherfucker. Here, let me peel that piece of paper yeah. off the okay. back. Oh, <laughs> get man. the sticky side going. You know, it's the best thing about you robots. You yeah. stay the same age, and I get older and older. Because <laughs> that's how that goes. <laughs> Tars uh, increase the child voice factor by 75%. Yeah. Uh, All right, Matthew. <laughs> and then when Tars comes back, he calls him retars. <laughs> Don't be retarses. <laughs> Uh, welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, oh, oh, there goes my mic. Oh, What's happening? Your mic. Yeah. I can hear you. There we go. It was going around. I, I think, think it's just the cord. Your nipple touched something. Well, no, when I did the uh, computador. Mm, mm, That's Spanish uh, for the pewter. There we go. Yes. The biblioteca. Yes. And we're back. See, we didn't go to break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for uh, listening. Thanks for uh, being live with us here on twitch.tv slash probingancientaliens and for supporting us and for supporting us uh, at patreon.com slash probingancientaliens where <laughs> for $5 a month or more, Vyamus, Vyamus, for $5 a month or more, you can get two exclusive podcasts from us. One is Probing Deeper, where we probe a few knuckles deeper about shit we talk about on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, like like uh, the most recent David Wilcox time travel YouTube presentation yes. that was four and a half hours long. Part one of two just went live a couple weeks oh, ago. yes. Or Daddy Daycare. Yes. <laughs> we review Daddy Daycare. <laughs> um, and then uh, I was trying to think of the stupid one where... Adam Sandler, them go on vacation and like in a click or something. No, <laughs> yeah, uh, dad, speak out. Uh, That's the most important part of click is that they go on vacation at some point. Not that there's right. a magical yeah. remote control <laughs> that changes reality for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Was it Grown Ups or something? Grown Ups. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Were there like English. in the yeah <laughs> uh, the one where he makes sandwiches? Because yeah. <laughs> what's that one where he's a chef? Oh, that's right. And it was like, like yeah, very serious, but he's like. Yeah, because I just remember Punch making drunk this... love. Yes, I yes, think yeah, that's yeah. it. Because he makes like this gnarly grilled cheese sandwich. Yes, yeah. Like, mm, that's he's almost like autistic or something, and he's in love with this girl. And <sighs> I don't know. I saw it like once a mm-hmm. very long time ago. And I saw it in the theater. That soft cheese is all that <laughs> stood out to me. So, um, but yeah, then the other exclusive podcast you get is uh, Adventurous Ghosts, which is just like this show, but for the Travel Channel's Ghost Adventures. Um, plenty of imitations of the Ghost Adventures crew, and we're on, uh, yeah, we're on uh, <laughs> season three of that as well. So yeah, we're making our way through all the content. Yes. Uh, oh, Qual. Do you remember this person's name? Yes. Qual, I can't see shit. Uh, Quits. No, Qual. Quiltazar. Quiltazar six or reporting eight, six. in from work because they didn't want to miss the Blackest Hole oh, episode. Thank you. The deepest, darkest of leather tubes yes. zipping uh, around. <laughs> uh, and in, I saw Bobani in there, but he's in comedy. Oh. Yes. And we've got what does that say? Is I Kush, <laughs> man, 
Cushmanzada. See, si. we got to scoot uh, this shit forward more. Fact, it's uh, the big boys finally caught the uh, <laughs> streamlined, which is what I assumed it said. <laughs> uh, can't wait to hear tomorrow. Oh, XOXO. There we go. Some hugs and kisses. Mm. Um, Careful with them COVID kisses. Is, though. is there a way to just make the font bigger on Twitch? We don't have to do it now. I'm just curious because uh, that would well, be nice. This is Streamlabs or Streamlabs, whatever. Yeah, but. Well, come on, Drew. Bear with us. We'll just go through the preferences menu yeah. one <laughs> item at a time. I'm just going to go here. I'm going to yeah. see if I can do a zoom, uh, <laughs> control, alt, window, yes. tab, shit. Um, but, uh, yeah, supporting us over on Patreon helps us uh, go to events next year, <laughs> especially. Yeah. And we're going to buy some new equipment for the show soon, too, so we don't have to have these, you know, problems. Content. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, because uh, it's... Now, are we going to go tower with a monitor? <laughs> uh, part of me wants or to do a monitor. laptop, and maybe I'll pay more into that one because then it can be my personal laptop too. On top of your other Mac laptop? Yeah, but that Jesus doesn't. Well, shit. that one doesn't work though. <laughs> oh, I thought you fixed it. I'd have to take it to the Genius Store because it's like trying to wipe it. It like fucked up, and it's like whatever. So, yeah. but well, I might, if you toss it, I'll take it. I might be inheriting I, I another can, one though, oh, too that's oh, newer and has nothing on it. And so, might be there we go. Too, but yeah, uh, but yeah. Either, either way, way yeah, yeah, we could have one. It'd probably be better just to have a little tower here that just yeah. stays here. Well, and if I mean, if you want to go laptop route, either way, we'll probably need another <sighs> monitor. Right. For, for all of that. Yes, because then otherwise it'll be me. Yeah. It'll <laughs> just be this and, and yeah. there. <laughs> I'm the only one in our own exactly. Twitch chat. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> let me sign into the yeah. Twitch. It's oh. my own private stream. Hey, I'm doing great. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm fat Italian you. sausage 89. <laughs> Thick, drippy balls. Right. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, uh, subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends about this podcast. Uh, guess who I told about this podcast? And. Did probably just the purely polite answer uh, and said, whoa, sweet, thanks, man, I'll check it out, was pro disc golfer himself, Simon Lazat, because I sent him a message oh, on, pa- on Patreon. Oh, because yeah. they're a Patreon. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, Did you send said, him the disc episode, at least? I have not. Um, but uh, Say, hey, here's our hot take yes, exactly. on disc golfing, where <laughs> you're an expert who has 100,000 right? followers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you really need to know the basics of disc golf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we have some funny... Comments. I'm assuming yes. on that show. I yeah, don't yeah. remember it at all. Yeah. I just remember holding a disc mm-hmm. at some point. I in would. Time. I would like. We should to... probably revisit that with all of the advancements you've made in technique, and then we yeah, made yeah. just in disc selection. Yeah, true. Like a, a level up. Yeah, if you will. The basics, the intermediates of the basics. Yeah, basics yeah. of the middle. I don't know. Um, but uh, does he yeah. have an accent? Right? Is he? Yeah, he's from Germany. Germany Full on Germany. Yeah. I. He, his dad is Canadian and his okay. mom is German. His he was actually born and raised where uh uh oh yes it is a sad day, but maybe we'll get to that in a few Oh, few right, 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 right. Um of course not because of the fires raging all over yeah, the country and, the and COVID and whatever, yeah, but yeah, for yeah. other reasons related to the show. Um ancient aliens, not probing ancient aliens, everyone's right, fine. Right, here. Right. <laughs> uh Red is still good. She's please now don't pull, please at don't pull your Patreon. Yeah. Please, please. Um, We're okay. But uh, yeah. I'm not canceled. <laughs> That's all you have to say to yeah, not be canceled, too. Exactly. Nope. Um, but, uh, yeah, his he was born Fat and raised. Matt was like, he's got a weird accent. I'm like, I know yeah. his flag says Germany, but yes. I couldn't remember. He's German, he... and he has like that little hint of a lisp, too, which okay. just makes him so endearing yeah. and cute. Uh, but he he was born in Bremen, Germany. Oh, yes. <laughs> is that a Come question? <laughs> is that a demand? Yeah. Is that <laughs> Please, what I want? Is that exclusive content? <laughs> <laughs> if you're ordered to, it's not gay. <laughs> yeah. You should have sent him... Uh, Saying, hey, we have an OnlyFans. <laughs> Let me check it out. 
Here's a preview. Yeah, because did I tell you I was talking to the Fart Barf crew, the mm-hmm. musicians, and I was like... I pictured our OnlyFans is a camera behind us jerking off right. to other OnlyFans. Exactly, fans. yeah. <laughs> to where you can see our nipples and cocks, right. which are blocked out for Twitch, exactly. so it's still going. Uh, and then you get free other OnlyFans content that yeah. we're watching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the big booty uh, chicks, the Riley Reed when yeah. she was down to $5. Uh, no, but... Uh, What's it called? No, so Fart Barf, they're, oh. li- they're like, oh, doing some live stream shows through venues. But I'm Fart like, Barf is a band that uh, is a Josh band. knows all the members of. For, I'm no, sorry, Steve Josh, knows. Steve knows all the members. You know, Josh yeah, yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gorsh here. Knows all the members for a very long time. Yeah, so check them out yeah. uh, all over the place, Instagram, uh, YouTube, and such. But They, uh, they, un- they inspired the uh, synthesizer that Steve has here, too. Oh, yes. They have the same one yeah. as one of their units, yes. but uh, or at least they did. But they were just saying, like, oh, like, we're, we used to play shows once a week or twice, whatever. And I was like, oh, you should do the Twitch, because then that way you can stream. Oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, you we looked into the Twitch. In, into <laughs> Twitch. But then they're like, Dan, the other guy, because mm-hmm. they were looking at options for live streaming yeah, and yeah. making money. Because I'm like, oh, they can donate, and people can make, you know, donate as you go. And right. then you make money off ads. And they have a very large, a, a decent following, yeah. I should say. Uh, and, yeah, <laughs> Josh was like. Yeah, Dan said like this or like another way is OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, OnlyFans is all porn. It's yep. like, but that would be perfect for them to it do would. an yeah. OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know anyone that's not like porn related on OnlyFans. They're like, there I've was never a weird anything. Like, like if the the Sacred Symbols podcast I listen to, the PlayStation podcast. This guy Chris Reagan, who's the co-host, he's like a like a, a mid twenties like been a YouTube kid his whole, and content creator his whole life. So when I go to his Twitter and like see his conversations, there'll be other people that I'm like, what? Who's this person? Yeah, yeah. And then it'll be like, he knows multiple girls that are musicians mm-hmm. or artists that post on, they, they're like, I'm moving pa- from Patreon to OnlyFans. Which, yeah. Because there's too many limitations on Patreon and the interface is terrible. Well, and I think you can stream on OnlyFans yeah. where you can't on You Twitch really don't lose any functionality. Yeah. And it, you only gain it. I think the, the, the gate for the you for the producer content producer is right. bigger i think yes. they take like half or something and oh and here was Patreon the, takes like a couple percent one of them here was the biggest reason was that they can get paid daily or weekly mm. they get paid as you pay right. as opposed to waiting because you can get tips income. and all that kind of stuff and exactly whatever. yeah because yeah. you have your gate to get in yeah which can be free and then your tips yeah. but which I, is just kind yeah. of funny where it's like you know again these are 20 mid 20 something year old people right which I I guess when you're that young, I guess I remember being that young and being like, yeah, yeah I guess it would be nice to have like daily income. Yeah, so my or checking at least not just... a month. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, um, and that I think, yeah, it's not like Patreon for all the people who just signed up. Yeah. Unsign up, bro. No, I'm joking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, th- it is dumb. That is dumb because it's yeah. like, it it resets on the calendar month, not right. when you signed up. Right. So like, if you just signed up because someone just signed up as a Galactic Daddy, just right. a heads up if right. you don't scale back down right in whatever two days from yeah, when yeah. this comes out it's going to recharge yes. you at that price that was so. uh sir skeets on feet um so yeah yeah you can you can go back down and charge <laughs> back up but yeah <laughs> just blew by you <laughs> yeah, for a second yeah because yeah. uh, well because we've talked about it but now yes. it's like oh this is to everyone yeah, out yeah. there it's like oh yes. well it's just sir skeets yes on our feet. newest galactic daddy sir skeets on feet who will be sponsoring today's how you doing segment as well um but uh but yeah, yeah, Patreon is is great. It just like pretty much all the creators complain about the user interface, which mm-hmm. I can attest to very well. Yeah. Well, it didn't um, let us do high res audio forever, the, and it's like yeah, all these weird changes that should that have been in like 
every content management system for 20 fucking years. Yeah. They didn't have it for some reason. I'm like, okay, guys, you right. you guys have accounts that are making you millions of dollars a month. Like, right. come on, right, but, right. Um, but still, uh, Patreon is it's it's super. It's like solid at least again. Right, like right, at the right. same time, it's like a a Camry. There's it's gonna t- yes, or a Accord. Exactly. It's gonna work. It's yeah. not the fanciest, beautiful, right. whatever. Right. Um, it's beautiful. reliable and almost never changing. <laughs> right. 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 Uh, for better or for worse, but um, yeah, because it's fucking weird when you want to look up like how much money you made. It's like there's earnings, then pledge dollars, then income, then growth, uh, uh, income growth, and they're yeah. all separate. I'm right. like. Just make a money dashboard and fucking tell me how much right. I make. Like, right, right, right. I don't know. It's just, it's weird. But um, it's not the end of the world. Humble brag, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just tell me how much fucking money I'm raking yeah. in right now, bro. Um, for a decent internet connection up north in the land of Iceland. Oh. Uh, mm. Probably ours. Yeah. I would assume. Uh, yeah. Qualtzar, Qualtzar, Qualtazar. Qualtazar. Yes. Asked, whose penis do they have to yes. uh, put their mouth upon and. Make a vacuum-like sensation right. so that they can get a decent internet up in the great frozen north. Yes, is that Alaska or is that like Pacific Northwest? Maybe, maybe Canada or maybe the, or the Dakotas. Yeah, from or what are you fan of Akira? You live in Canada. Yeah, <laughs> losing his ass. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're doing the 4K release of that. Of oh. uh, Akira. Akira. Oh, I have the Blu ray or DVD, one of the two. Mm. But yeah, I'll throw it in that. every now and then. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, Akira, which is how they say it, but it's good. It was probably like the first definitely hardcore like anime I ever watched, and it's definitely yeah. still one of my favorites. Well, and it got big because Roger Ebert reviewed it and right, said it right, was right. one of the most like amazing films. Yeah, he's yeah. Ever the seen. story and everything is is really yeah. good. So, and it's not like wacky. Cr- I mean, there's definitely some crazy sci fi stuff. It's crazy. But it, it's yeah. not. Like, oh, these nymphs are part of this weird realm, and they, they right. fuck these giant people, and they, they have right. their own dimension, you know, where anime mm-hmm. just goes all over the fucking place. Right. And goes on too long, traditionally, yes. where this is a finite movie yeah. story. I've actually learned, I've actually, I was just thinking about it a few weeks ago, I think because I kept seeing the ads for, like, the 4K thing was announced. Mm-hmm. I've actually started to, I think, understand the ending better now that we've been learning about consciousness right, right, right. and quantum realities and things like that. It's pretty interesting. but Yeah, because it's all stored in the... Yeah, I, we, you know what? We should do... We could do a, that. A, 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 probe, or probing, probing a probing deeper, deeper yeah, yeah. on uh, Akira, Akira. Because, yeah, it's all like DNA-based and, yeah. yeah, like the consciousness and where right. you are. It's relation to the universe and the physical body and right, all that right, kind of right. stuff. Because that's, I'm like... Big fucking lasers. Well, I'm, 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 I'm thinking, too, like where at the end, which is not a spoiler, but everyone's seen like where uh, Tetsuo is like, you know, fucking going into the... Morphing into this giant blob-like thing or whatever. But it's basically like, at least how I've started to interpret it as like he's a his... feeder he's into being fed right exactly yeah um oh it was yeah proto only fans yeah exactly <laughs> back in the day yeah. but those little my those little psychic those little psychic life. midgets were just feeding him fucking yeah, whipped cream exactly. and yeah. steak and stuff um, come on to it you want to eat the hungry uh <laughs> we're old but young it's so weird uh but it's almost like his consciousness is literally outgrowing his body like yeah. his body cannot contain his growing mind powers yeah. to the Which, point where he like becomes another universe or something. When Sterling, uh, my buddy who Cape and Cal, mm-hmm. threw out his back one time, mm-hmm. his brother said he's outgrowing his body. <laughs> 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 uh, 
one of my favorites. Just things. absorbing uh, metal parts and other things and becoming Uh-oh. this big cybernetic grosso. What, what do you want from us, Bobani? What do you want as our primo daddy? No, I'm joking. Yeah. He just said, you're <laughs> probing uh, deeper, yeah. <laughs> have been questionable as of late. Yes. Uh, Bobani is, is famous uh, for hating David Wilcox. Yeah, which we'll try and stay away from him yeah. for you. Or give you a little extra piece. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think in that one I said, like, Bobaney's going to be pissed yes. about this. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, and we're going to read his Boranty oh, yeah. in just a little bit, too. Oh, yeah, he's got that coming up. <laughs> Cass Boxel. Um, Gross Snake's here as well. Oh, just Gross Snake has resigned. Sorry to see you go, Gross Snake. Cheers. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Uh, well, is your house... First... It's weird that his logo was a crown, then a first with a crown. Because he just re-upped. Oh, re resigned. He, you oh, were right. I thought you said resigned. I was joking. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I didn't know. I thought maybe he had to work or something. I have resigned from Twitch yeah. Prime. Uh, no, uh, Gross Snake. Let us know if your house is okay. I know. I know you said the frame and everything was okay, but let us know if you recovered. He was one of the victims of Hurricane Lucy, the Texas and Florida aye, aye, aye. Uh, base ones. And so. Bull Bandle, I think, was fine. I think he was like safe because South Florida the house was is fine. fine. So, oh yeah, because the vinyl shed got ripped. Yeah, he said off the shed was snake, fucked up. Yeah. His tools were fucked up. Um, but uh, hopefully you got insurance for yeah. your fucking machines in your shed. Exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a Monday night. It's a normal. It's recording gonna be sesh. fucking hot here again. So right we're out here in the West Coast, Southern California. Check. Check. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where there's raging fires in Northern California, and we're yeah. coming up on a at least Central California to South is a heat wave yes. this week. So at my house, yes. lovely, basically Huntington Beach, California, mm-hmm. Surf City, USA, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna Sorry, be ninety. Yeah, well, there's a big. Uh, they suit each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's gonna be ninety three. Yeah. Like ninety tomorrow. It's gonna be low nineties for like four days in a row. Ugh. Yeah. I'm very bummed. Then I'm going to to the lake. But then it's down in the 60s again at night, so there's going to be those yeah, at least hot end-of-day winds. Yeah, there. I give zero shits about the heat as long as it's cool at night. Exactly. It can yes. be as hot as fuck during last, the day, but yeah. it's those hot, sweaty nights yes. where I'm just dripping through my bed. Yes. When we were recording the Wilcock episode, you were sitting up quite often in your short shorts because oh, yeah. you were having thigh Thigh, thigh mash. moistenings. Thigh, yes, exactly. Yeah. Thigh condensation. Exactly. Um, yeah, what's up? All over your seat. <laughs> we saw Thrill in this yeah. past weekend. Yeah. Um, but uh, I accidentally took his glass, so then I was worried about a COVID oh, yeah. scare. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so far, no symptoms. But, uh, and he's two weeks out, I think, from seeing Jabba, his disgusting on again, off again girlfriend. Who the fuck knows? So right. he hasn't, he hasn't uh, shown any symptoms either. Yes. So. Bobani says it's 88 here right Ooh. now. Three hours in advance is 10.45 wow. p.m., and it's 88 degrees. That's disgusting. Ooh. Humid, too, I would assume. I can see why Will Smith wrote that song about well, Bobandy's house. Welcome to Bobandy. Yes. Bobandy. Bobandy. <laughs> welcome to Bobandy. Grab his daughter's handy and sweaty. <laughs> Lead them to a womanhood in a shed. Yes. <laughs> Not grow snakes. <laughs> <laughs> now give me that head. Sucking suck, suck, suck. I was going <laughs> to imply yeah. <laughs> about his daughter's Yeah, daughter. a handy That's from Bobandy. I mean... Bobani has told me offline that they do appreciate a direct man. So yeah. maybe if you can fly out there sometime or he'll bring him to contact next year. Yeah. You guys can have some pool time together and you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be nice. Says six <laughs> Bobani says it's sixties at night, fuck your elitism <laughs> and relative distance and call outs to where we live. Check. Uh check. <laughs> so we got a few other uh Quetzalars out due to internet. 
And oh, Grove nice. Snake says they unlocked the Roswell alien on yeah. Tony Hawk. Because he's playing oh, the, the remaster. Yeah. I, I almost downloaded that this weekend, and then I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a couple clicks of that download button confirming yeah, all your that. card and everything. No, I mean, we'll get into how we're doing. <laughs> but as soon as I lay down in my bed, I'm fucking, especially like during the midday when it's warm, yeah. I am falling asleep. Hot day. It's so exactly. weird. It's fucking... Most people don't fall asleep in their bed. <laughs> Not during the day. <laughs> Most people, when they have that warm, hot, uh, wet, thick, and they're warm, yeah. they usually get that yeah, that sleepy kind of feeling. Because right, your right. body's just like... Shutting yeah, down just, to not expand yeah. energy. For a while, yeah. I sat outside, yeah. and I should have sat here Fell on the couch, asleep. but I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we can get into it if you want. Well, uh, Sir Skeets on Feet, our newest galactic daddy. $25 tier on Patreon.com. Slash Probing Ancient Aliens. Sir Skeets on Feet asks us, how are you doing? So Sir Skeets on Feet says, first, how are you doing, Steve? I'm doing okay, as usual. I don't know if I've ever said not okay <laughs> or great. There's been so. times we've been not okay. Yeah, but, but we're going to bring it up on the show. Yeah, yeah. You got to level up that not okay to okay. Yeah, though. exactly. <laughs> Come on, step it up for the people. Who needs therapy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> just level I'm it just, up, bro. Yeah, I'm just cruising. <laughs> I'm just going to sit outside. Sit outside. <laughs> I'm going to sit outside and just think about my shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing okay. <laughs> Today was a weird work day. Like a lot of meetings got canceled, but mm. then it got oddly busy at the very end of the day to where I was on until seven PM when you were here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we have an annoying okay. HR platform called Workday as well. Well, that's true too, which sucks. Yeah, uh, I think most. I feel like a lot of people are on that. At it's this very point. popular. Yes. Uh, yes. But overall, it was a solid weekend. I made some sausage, mm-hmm. uh, so I ground up a whole pork shoulder. Mm-hmm. Now that's running a thirty seventy split and fat to beef or <laughs> <laughs> fat to meat. It uh, was a pork blend pro- pro- <laughs> ratio, which is where you want to be with a good sausage. Yeah. All you have to do is cut that fucker up. Mm-hmm. And then run it through the grinder twice and did a little salt, pepper, garlic. Yeah. And then uh, it was very good. We ate, I sausaged those Thursday night. You got to let them dry out. Mm-hmm. So then Saturday, we had an Oktoberfest yes. at uh, our buddy Sad Brad's house with yes. Gorse Jorner, Thrillin'. Yes. And I think that was it. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. He, uh, Thrillin' brought some five to six year old stone brewing stouts, which were all kind of gross. Yeah. A lot of those. They tasted of the time. Exactly, yes. They didn't... I'm, I mean, I'm assuming maybe they did hold up and they just tasted like that. Exactly. They just didn't get better. Yeah. Uh, and we've moved on from those flavor yes. palettes. So be careful when aging those beers out there. There's just such a... It is a time capsule. Such a weird... Like, always smoky, always slightly tangy, always slightly too sweet taste to all those stouts. And now we've gotten so spoiled with modern times and other shit, too. So. Yeah. We've got Charlie... Oh. ...saying they finally made... The live cast and their pump, it says, I'm aggro ass. Oh, by the nice. Way. Welcome. Aggro ass. Yes, they're a patron. Okay, okay. Joey's um, up on the Patreon names more than I. Yes. Um, yeah, that we did have a good laugh about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, I, so then I don't think this is, is discount, Charlie. No, no, UK no, no, no. Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, I think he's just. Charlie, yeah, and his I don't know if he's ever too. Patreoned. He's, he's been like an OG, on. very early on fan, but yes. he's never full patroned. Um, but yeah, welcome to the show, Agro Ass. That ah. Agro Ass probably produces only violent actions. That Agro Ass, though. Yes, when I ah. farted in front of the old Asian woman at yes. La Mirada Disc Golf yes. Course, yes, so it was quite thrilling, and, s- and said violent yeah. action yeah. as the dog, and a slight accent. Said. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't hers. Just the very minor. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just a future people yeah, accent. Yeah, you know. Yeah. 
Uh, but Friday we went so that yeah Saturday was fun sausage turned out well. Yes. Uh, Friday we went to Vista. went to San Diego, yeah. played a little disc golf, mm-hmm. and on the it's an eighteen hole course, so we played the eighteen. I was fine. Then as we started the eighteen again, mm-hmm. I like tried to muscle a shot. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that's what did it. I fucking screwed my shoulder up pretty bad. A little sprainer, maybe a little tear. Yeah. Uh, so the whole weekend I was in slight pain mm. where today was the first day I woke up not in pain yeah. and I can move it for the most part, but there's certain motions that still hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll probably take this week off from disc golf, yeah. even though I have like literally 10 new discs yeah. here that I want to go throw. <laughs> uh, I'll probably take, you can also off. practice sidearm too. Yeah. But even that it's like, yeah. it's just this whole shoulder that yeah, yeah. I just want to avoid. Yeah. Uh, 70, 30 blend. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so yeah, but that was a fun trip. We went to Modern Times yes. in. Uh, we went to the Encinitas. Encinitas. Location. The what is it? The Far West Lounge. Far West Lounge. Yes. yes. Ooh, Probably. Oh, sorry. Huh? Probably. I mean, we could we could save our review for beer there, drunk that. But, well, we will. Um, but in the overall, as a, a short review, that's probably my least favorite Modern Times uh, that I've been to. Not bad. But it was just, it's because it's so small, too. Yeah, it's, it's, like it's, a mini, like, it's like a mini experience. It's its bigger than L.A., mm-hmm. but then smaller than most of Well, others. it's like, I don't know. I guess it's bigger than L.A. because it's just shaped I'm, so differently. But yeah, like, I'm pretty sure. But I think it, L.A. uses the space better. But at the same time, it's it reminded me of just like a big it's cafeteria. It's not like crazy bigger than L.A. Yeah. Or it was like, like it's like a big cafeteria. It's a big open space, which... Thankfully, we were allowed to eat inside. Yeah. Um, because we've gone to whatever color thing in California for COVID yeah, rules, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But, um, but we were like, you know, twelve feet apart from all the other tables or yeah. something too. So, wasn't bad at all. And again, they had great stuff on tap. No. Yeah. Um, it was but, a solid, uh, uh, solid run. And then we had gelato afterwards. Oh yes. And I still can't remember if that's actually vegan or if they just had vegan options. I, again, I, I think they had vegan options because all the shit on the right was like fruit based and okay. sorbet esque and stuff okay. like that. But. Because yeah, there was no way you can you can tell vegan ice cream. So. I've had it before and it's pretty good. It's not that it's bad, it, but like I could, my uh, my colon also knew that it was milk in there as well. Wow. Okay. Farts, so. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then Sunday again, lazy day of just doing shit around the house, and yeah. then kind of fell asleep on accident for yeah. a couple hours. Yeah, I mean my weekend was pretty much the same so, as yeah. yours. How are except, you doing? Uh, How are you doing? Sunday was father-in-law's birthday, so yesterday. Ooh. Went over there and grilled for G-Ram. him. G-Ram. There you go. What yes. kind of steak did you get? Uh, he got... Uh, now, I. he always gets choice. And well, I, and have when you I, not yelled at him that I have, prime I have, is I have, the real deal? I have. But and he, doesn't he go to Beef he, House? And it, it drives me nuts because I will... I have told him in the past, if you are cooking steaks or planning on me cooking steaks, just let me buy them. Or he can get them, but get the good ones. Because where does right. he get them? It depends. Sometimes they get the he goes prime to rib at Beef House. He goes to Beef Palace for only for special House. occasions, which is ridiculous. He should go there for the steaks because they know. actually have Kobe, and they might I even know. have like a shitty American Wagyu. Right, because the the steaks that he's liked the most is when I got the prime ribeyes at Whole Foods. Yeah, and, or the fucking um, Costco ones are super good yeah. too. And and. <laughs> uh, but again, I mean, they're still they're still good. I mean, because I no, it's very fine. good. But no, um, no. But I'm saying the Costco ones they sell in a three pack, and they're thick as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And he gets the choice three packs of like New York. He he got yeah. New Yorks this time. And choice is fine as long as you're not going select. Yeah, it's not it's not bad at all. It's still really good steak. Yeah. But it's just you just you just uh, as you're cooking it, you see how different it cooks. Like the choice stuff I've noticed like catches on fire more. 
Like it like spits out the mm. fat in different way. I don't know. Um, he also has a gnarly grill that has like these ceramic rocks all in there too for like okay. super heat even heat. Yeah. Um, so I have to put everything lower than I normally would because his mm-hmm. grill gets so much like it stays hotter naturally. Hotter. But yeah. Um, but yeah, it was fine. And then um, watch a lot of Letter Kenny, which is a funny show that I highly recommend on Hulu. Right. Um, I described it as a, a blend of Kids in the Hall meets Trailer Park Boys. Um, and very rated R humor. It's pretty funny. So, um, yeah, then that uh, took the day off today as well. Yeah, I kept forgetting. I saw that on the thing, yeah. but I forgot. Kept forgetting you Play a call. played a little um, gorilla disc golf before I came over here. So, uh, did you just loaf out today then, or oh, Bobani says Letter Kenny is great. Yes, it is very good. Um, yeah, I feel like somebody had mentioned it on this show before. One of our Twitch, you know, chatters Maybe. or something like that. I don't know. But. I always I'm calling out. Bobandy, you might like this. Uh, Russ Russ Valley Auto or Russ Valley mm. Mechanics, I gotta where it's like a too. reality show of these guys in Canada, yeah. and it's like a mix of Trailer Park Boys and like an auto show, yeah, where yeah. it has Fat Matt uh, slash Ron Jeremy as the main assistant. <laughs> yeah. uh, but a very weird, funny show. Ron Jeremy recently convicted of many yes, counts of assault. <laughs> yeah, He did ask Matt at LA Comic Con mm. or Kamikaze where he got his ice cream. Because <laughs> Matt just had this giant fucking ice cream with a cone, just like licking it, oh my gets God. a tap, and he's like, "What?" And it's yeah. like Ron Jeremy's like, "Hey man, where'd you get that thing?" And he's like, "Uh, over there, whatever." Like that kamikaze was insane because we had Sebastian Bach come by the booth. Oh wow! Like speaking of trailer park exactly. Boys, yeah, uh, he came by the booth and bought some stuff. There's like Ron Jeremy. I one of the days when we closed the booth, I forgot something, and so I zip tied the booth shut mm-hmm. so no one can like go in there in the middle oh, of the you're night. Grabbing a big dick right there. Oh yeah. Uh, and I <laughs> East meets West. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I clipped the wrong part of the booth, and the whole thing almost fell over. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that show, that like that convention specifically, that instance had so many things happening that yeah. weekend. It was very fun, very memorable. Was that last year's? Or no, a this years was ago? like 2013 or oh, something. Okay. The heyday of Cape and Cow. Oh yeah, when I was hardcore showing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was pregnant quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. it's nice. <laughs> Just a surrogate, though, yeah. you know, uh, kind of like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I think that's a Letterkenny reference. Yeah, oh, I'm I mean. only uh, I'm only on the second season, so yeah. I haven't. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of really funny lingo and shit in there because it's about this rural shitty town. Okay, that's like a, a mirror of the town the main dude grew up in in mm-hmm. Canada. And uh, it just, you got to watch. It's it's actually like very unique. I thought at first it was going to be like, hey, let's, it's an internet humor show. Like it was going to be quotable, like for dumb shit, like, you know, to mm-hmm. play clips of or something yeah. like that. There's like these, you know, there's those shows that exist to be like the best quotes of this show for people to get obsessed mm-hmm. with. And then it's dumb. So, uh, uh Bobaney said it was insulting to Ron Jeremy to compare him to a mashup with Matt. <laughs> and then, uh, we got Charlie Oob. Is it Oob? Char. Charlube. Charlube. He uh, or she, whatever, uh, I'm assuming he, gifted a tier one sub to Quelzard. To who? Quelzard. Oh, to Quel. Oh, thank you. Because it is gifting a tier one sub to for Progress community. (laughs) It's their first gift sub in the channel. Gifted it to Quelzard. So thank you you so much for that. Um, But yeah, other than that. And that was um, Ass Queen? No, they said Yas Queen. (laughs) Agro-ass. Agro-ass. Yes. But they did say, Yas Queen! <laughs> earlier in the chat here, so. Yeah, that was my but week. your weekend. Yeah, because we did, yeah. 
We had Friday together, Saturday together, yeah. Sunday separate, back together today, <laughs> as we should. Yeah, I was I was glad I took the day off though, because there's a lot of there's been a lot of shit going on, and it's just like, it, as much as we complain about work, sometimes they do like encourage you, like, hey, it's really stressful. Take your fucking vacation days just right. to fuck Use off, them, especially with holiday coming right. and it's getting all cra- crazier. Right. So. Save up for your holiday coming. Yes. Yummy coming. That big sack ready for Santa, too. Oh, yes. Little taste for daddy. Um, And then, yeah, some, uh, like Bomani was alluding to, sad news in the world of ancient aliens. I almost Uh, thought we could cold open, but we're 32 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) What, with like a Kevin Burns montage? Well, no, just like that. Like, uh, well, go ahead. But I was just going to yeah. say, because this person yeah. is literally the reason we're here today right. with exactly. all of you. If yes. it wasn't for this person and their visionary mindset, yes. yeah, Kevin uh, Burns, we would not be doing what we're doing. Kevin Burns is the co-creator and executive producer that, like, Spartnered... Oh, Spartnered. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, Splutered. Yeah. <laughs> partnered, partnered with Giorgio Sukulos and Eric Von Daniken to make the original documentary that that ended up turning into Ancient Aliens. Yeah. Um, because it was a documentary about an uh, anniversary. It was like the something of anniversary the of, of uh, Chariot out. of the Gods. And then um, he met Giorgio, because he was, you know, uh, he's Von Daniken's protege. Yeah. And he was like, wow, this guy's fucking great. And so he met him, started working with him, and produced those first five um, dual, double-length episodes of the first season. And it was a big hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the meme came out like very fast, like whatever. And so, uh, but yeah, we saw him at that first panel discussion yeah. at our first Ancient Aliens related event, which was Pasadena's Alien Con 2018. Yeah. And they were on the um, the morning kind of like welcome. It was like a meet, it was yeah. it was like meet, meet the producers yeah, yeah. of Ancient Aliens, right? And there was Giorgio, Kevin Burns. And then a bunch of other fucking he people. He did look unhealthy. I mean, he's like yes. a big, classic, yes. fat guy. I think fat we, cat Hollywood guy. I think we talked about it on the show where it's like, he looks like a guy that should be even kind of tall and lanky. Like, there's a right. skinny guy in there because his face wasn't very fat, but his yeah. body Just the was... The huge lower goddess. He was like that comedian John Planette that always talked talked about buffets, and, and then he fucking died of an enlarged heart or something yeah, right, like that. Right, right. Even though he had just started getting healthy, he like had fucked himself too over. Too little, too late. Um, but yeah, this guy, he was... I think he was born in 55, it said. So okay. 55 to 2020. Um, so a pretty decent long life, but... A shame because he seemed really vibrant and everything, but I think yeah, yeah. who knows? I don't know if it was, it does, nobody said the cause of death. Not what? Not sure we if it was COVID related it. or just yeah. fucking health or whatever. But um, but yeah, it's kind of a bummer because and like he's the dude that we always talk about. Where it's like, how the fuck do they get to this episode? And it's like, oh yeah, he said in that panel, yeah. hey, sometimes we're just like, hey, this is cool. Let's do an episode about that. You yeah, know, yeah. and, and uh, not Nasukalos' voice, but he would do. Hey, it. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> they're both just like, well, yeah. Sukalos is he East, would be East a little Coast. more. <laughs> Like, yeah, that guy with the hair. I want to talk to that guy. Right, and, right. I want to talk uh, to him. <laughs> he wasn't oh. as brooklyn He was a little more... Oh. Maybe hanging out at a deli. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Right. He but, and, yeah. He, let's just say he and Rabbi Tzadok might be close friends. Might have yeah. got Rabbi Tzadok on the show. Right, right. Uh, but he would be like, oh, they have this thing. Let's go do that. Yeah. Like. Let's do a whole episode on that. Exactly, yeah. So, and as to Bo Bandy's point in the commentary, he's like, never has someone milked something from so little before, right. or so much from so little. <laughs> That's my favorite position is as to Bo Bandy. Exactly. Um. And then milk. ATP. <laughs> milk. Now milk. Um, but yes, uh, sorry to uh, his family, to his fans. And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see 
how the ideas change or don't change or whatever. I I feel like Giorgio's kind of running the ship at this point. Well, and I think on the the business side, there's like a showrunner that's like, oh, yeah, we like at another convention, he's like, oh, yeah, no, we do this. He was almost speaking as a Kevin Burns uh, type person. Because the rest of the that staff was pretty young, like not, yeah, not yeah, twenty, yeah. but they were all like in their forties and fifties. Yeah, yeah. Seemed pretty it's vibrant. Prometheus, whatever. Exactly. Entertainment, Prothean- so. yeah, Prometheus Entertainment. So I'm sure he owned that. So then whoever's yes. next in line is just gonna whatever. He also, um, oh, he also was the co-executive producer for the Lost in Space reboot on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So, um, which I think we watched the whole first season like rabidly, and then season two. We got five episodes in, and it was just, like, such a bummer the whole fucking time. Um, and uh, just because there's all this sad shit with the fucking robot, and it's, like, it's just, like, a kick the puppy moment over mm. and over again. And it's, like, this show's a fucking bummer. I like, never I watched can't. any of it. It was, it was actually really good, and we pro- we'll probably finish it at some point. But it was just, like, it's one of those shows where it was, like, um, the early seasons of Walking Dead, where it's, like, fuck, does anything ever get fucking better on the right, shows right, or right. ever any hope, you know, kind of thing? So. Yeah. Um, but, um... Bo Bandy says maybe his brother Ken will make the show better. Yes, exactly. <laughs> who, who Kevin said, people always confuse him with Ken right. Burns, Which the someone famous at work documentarian. Yes. Yeah, because oh, yeah. I was like, someone with Alien, he's like, well, I mean, Ken Burns is into I'm this, so... Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're going to take a pause here. Well, no, I got to probably take a pause here. We're back. And for all you Patreons out there, apparently I ran an ad and it showed you all delicious condom videos. <laughs> yeah, the no Trojan ads. <laughs> yeah, so someone says tiny condoms and also that they fuck. You meant we Twitch people, right? Fuck. Huh? Twitch people. The Twitch people said that, yeah. yeah that they fuck. Yes. Uh, and that's from Mark Mark 67. Mark's 67. Mark's 67. Yeah. They said all yeast. Hopefully earlier. it's not. The Marquez we used to know. I doubt it. <laughs> he's not. I don't think he's smart enough to understand either Ancient Aliens or our show. Right. It just shows about bulldogs. Yes, and living in New York yeah. when you used to live in Oh, Anaheim. hey, Kevin Burns is my neighbor. Yeah. Oh. We go down and eat sandwiches. <laughs> At a certain type yeah. of deli. <laughs> I'm Filipino. Yeah. I'm back to Sucolos. <laughs> <laughs> it all just looped yeah. back to that. Um, but uh, yeah, we, uh, we're we going to start the show in just a second, but we almost forgot a little segment we call Reaching for the Stars, where we read the five-star <laughs> reviews that all you little pro-astronauts out there, formerly Provers and Probats, see. Um, I might bring that back. Though. I don't know. Can I, I like prolapse. I do too. So. I like both, but we'll see. Um, if I'm feeling a little Trump that day, maybe I'll just fucking uh, take a dig at the libtards, you know, and say, make it about gender. They really get pissed off with that maybe stuff. Maybe you suck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, interesting. Hmm. I know if you sub, it does mess with ads, but I think it messes with ads when you pre-roll, like, first login. I don't know if it cuts ads when... Because, like, I pushed a button just so you guys didn't have to listen to music. Right. Make a little dollars off you guys, you know, cents on the dollar. Yeah. Uh, little miniature dollars nah. from Monopoly. Um, Charlie, subscribed at tier uh, one, tier baby. One. Um, but, yeah, we have a couple new five-star reviews here from... Uh, ch- I was going to say Chatterbox. <laughs> That's <laughs> the fucking... Uh, Hellraiser. Uh, yeah. Centibite. Centibite. <laughs> uh, from Chartable here. Uh, it's not from Chartable. That's just our our excellent podcast analytics aggregation service. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking like... Come on. Got an I don't 80s know. deep riff here yeah. going. Um, You're talking deep and tough. 
Uh, like uh, the Terminator. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Everyone, it's like such a sleeper hit shirt because yeah, people yeah. just think it's the Terminator. Yeah, and then when they one really, logo, and he has a dumb fro hair dryer. And yeah, like, and a perm. Yeah. <laughs> Why does the Terminator have a fro? Right. <laughs> uh, the first review is from Apple Podcasts United States from uh, Adam the Elevator Man, who writes, "Good show, five stars." You guys rock. Less chatty, more ancient aliens. Thanks, guys. No punctuation at all. Thank you very much, Adam the Elevator Man. Chatty, chatty. More punctuation, less criticism. No. Thank you for the five-star review. Um, I would. It's like I would love to see an alternate universe where we only talk for five minutes and then fucking get right into it and see if we have nearly any episodes? of. E- What's that? I was like, was that basically early episode? We would, t- yeah, we would talk for five or ten minutes and then get into it. I think, but um, but as our fan base built up, then we have right. more to talk about and yeah. then just shit. Pretty much every fan that matters that talks to us, they're like, no, we like that shit. So yeah. whatever. Um, that's that's it for that one. And then we have uh, from Boranti here on Castbox, uh, five star Boranti. Well, you done it again, fucking Wilcock, longtime patron and over a year of galactic <laughs> status and another kick in the nuts. <laughs> I would rather you a live review. Fuck you. I would rather you live review Sesame Street. At least it would be a better learning experience. Jesus, anyone comments about you being off topic needs to listen to this dribble. At least you checked all the boxes again. Time travel. Here's what I would do. I would go back to the night that Wilcox conceived their little Davy and pull out his father's cock and have that idiot spawning load. Uh, oh, that idiot spawning load coat Mrs. Wilcox's ample chest, thus removing him from our timeline. Um, uh, how do you like them apples? So I think that's what da- uh, Wilcox's dad would be asking you as you grabbed right. his cock. <laughs> In his ball bag. Right. You'd have to be, I guess you would take one for the team. And exactly. then somebody named Chotu Kumar just responded to this comment on CastBox and just wrote, hmm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Things yeah. to consider. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, but thank you for those you. And uh, I think it's Cherub, not Charlie. They said they keep calling me Charlie and my ego's crushed. Oh, it's Cherub. Cherub. Because they're doing the alternating uh, caps and non-caps there. So that's a lowercase L. Okay. Looks like Charlie Oob. Yeah. <laughs> Chair lube for those lovely chair legs. That's what you were making the other day while recording with all the chair legs, the thigh moistening. Exactly. Chair lube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just gristening. Maybe up. it's your chair has become sentient there and is go. becoming a it's Twitch talking. Prime yeah. member. It is the secret lab. <laughs> Woo! There Thanks. we go. There we go. Um, he has a little present. By his name, because I think because he, he subbed a tier, he gifted, gifted a tier one and subbed as a tier one. Um, yeah, I speaking of up. speaking of uh, black holes, this episode's all about Earth's black holes, the deepest kind. Um, this is one of those episodes that completely loses the plot halfway through, and it's not that it's not interesting, but they 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 turn any sort of vortex into it what they're calling a black hole mm-hmm. now i did appreciate i did appreciate learning that there's some sort of like that the sh- the, the the shape the activity of anything that's a vortex that's spinning like that towards yeah. a center basically when a circle starts spinning towards the center on itself it's a vortex i did like learning that that shape in and of itself means that certain things had to happen in nature, like with the forces of physics and nature and stuff like that. Which was cool. So it's like, hey, anything, any any energy, any any um combination of energies that are concentrated hard enough 
could like collapse in and on themselves if and become a black yeah, hole. So exactly. um, that was interesting. They got Michio Kaku on this episode. Oh yeah, he was like on. Which his... I was. That was very weird that he was on. this. Yeah. <laughs> I I feel like those clips are from because I think he had History Channel shows. I think that he was a talking head on the universe, which is mm. a his I believe was a History Channel show okay. or an A and E owned channel. Some, yeah. Because A&E owns, like, history, travel, destination, like, all these other fucking channels. Right, right, right. Um, what the fuck? But it was interesting that, yeah, Michio, Michio Kaku was, like, on his way to being the, like, another Neil deGrasse Tyson at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I, But I think that when he saw Neil deGrasse Tyson getting feed, like, a lot of negative feedback yeah. for certain things on Twitter and everything, because uh, people have said Neil deGrasse Tyson is transphobic and this and, like, whatever. I was like, okay, right, but, right, right, right. Um, and also, like, bummed everyone out with, like, you know the science at Interstellar isn't that good. Like right, you just right, all, right. it's yeah. like all right, okay, man. You don't need to, yeah, nitpick. You, he, I, I wish, like that's fine for him to say, but I wish he would have actually called out the astrophysicist they got to consult for that movie and said, "Hey, I'd like to discuss your, you know, whatever." You know, also it's like, bro, it's based in yeah. rea- it's based in real physics. They're gonna, yeah. they might have to change some you, stuff. You but, can't walk you know. back in time in Tenet like right. that. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a stretch for the movie. Right. It's fucking not a true scientist writing. It's more of a what if. Who gives a right. fuck? We don't even know if if what happens in Interstellar is or is not possible. Because right. there's shit that's been like, that's not possible. And then yeah. X years later, it's like, nope. We, right. We've now bent time and space. And now we know this is possible. So All Christopher Nolan and that the astrophysicist consultant guy ever said was, all of these things are mathematically, theoretically possible. Right. We don't know if they that's what exists we're not in nature. Factual and whatever. Exactly. But they well, are you can't all... go to a black hole and make a, a construct of a right. third dimension from a fifth dimensional being. I, and that, that was that was his uh, his big statement was like if there was a planet orbiting a black hole, I wouldn't go any near that fucking planet. It's like, okay, I, I know, <sighs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. come on, bro. If it's oh. orbiting far enough. Right. Everything can orbit far enough away. Exactly. Okay. Fart enough. Exactly. If you fart enough. Yeah, because it's all it is is falling. So for those of you simpletons out there, uh, <laughs> basically, imag- so this was how we discussed it in our physics class in high school. Mm-hmm. Imagine throwing a baseball. Yeah. Right? You throw that baseball, and it arcs Baba down. style. Exactly. Yeah. Not as fucked Just up. Just a weird yeah, limp. Not as high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and out of point. <laughs> Same with a bullet. You can shoot a bullet, yeah. and it's going to arc down, right. right? And the further you throw it, Gravity's still pulling it down at the same rate. So if you, in a right environment, if you dropped a baseball mm-hmm. from from your hand mm-hmm. and you shot a bullet mm-hmm. at the exact same time, mm-hmm. they would both hit the ground at the exact same time. In a time. vacuum. That was the whole Newton right. thing. Yeah, It still goes. The cam- and even the outside of player. a vacuum, it, it it's the spiral just keeps it straight. It's yeah, not yeah. really generating lift. So like... If you shoot a bullet and drop it, I'm ready to turn a corner. (laughs) Um, But basically, if you shoot a bullet, drop a ball, same time, they're both going to hit the ground at the same time. And they both kill somebody, too. Exactly. That sucks. It's wacky. Because I'm just fucking, I got my little uh, tortured friend down below me. Yeah. And I've got my sniper rifle ready to go. Uh, your dick? Yes. What? Oh, I mean, I guess. Like I'm not your gonna... tortured friend. Like, it's your dick. I totally oh, thought that's where you were going. Beat to shit, bro. <laughs> A.K.A. my hongus or my wiener. My old gaffer. Yeah. Uh, but basically, imagine throwing it farther in the arc. Goes right. And farther and farther. And you throw it so far, yeah. as it drops, it actually is outside of Earth planet right right right, that it drops (laughs) yes 
and it can't catch, so it just keeps falling. Right, right, and right. And that's orbit. So as long as you're moving right. fast enough, it's just going to then. That's what orbiting is: is just falling gravity forever. exactly. Yeah. But you just don't feel it all the time. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So in a black hole, again, technically you can be far enough away, right, to orbit. And again, so you don't get sucked into the sun right. like our planets. The orbit around the sun, the closer you get, the faster you got to go so you don't fucking fall exactly. in. And away, the further away you are, the slower you got to go so you right. don't fucking shoot off into space. Exactly. So again, around a black hole, fuck you, Neil. Right. As long as you're at the right distance, it doesn't yeah. matter. Because like his whole thing was using all of the, the crazy relative time issues and the dangers of that yeah, in yeah. the movie. But if you lived on that planet... It wouldn't, it wouldn't matter yeah, to you, yeah. you know? So, like, if time... If, if you lived on that planet, and that planet was still 900 million years safe from getting absorbed by the black hole, but it was so close that still time was, like, whatever, you wouldn't know the difference. Only right. if you decided to try to go back to Earth would you know the difference. Right, right, right. And who cares, yeah. you know? Welcome to space. Come on, Neil, you idiot. Welcome to Spurf. <laughs> um, but, but no, he's a good guy. No, <laughs> like, I like Neil deGrasse Tyson. It was just one of those things where it's like... If you want to be a pop culture scientist, it does not mean sell out science. Yeah. Just just say, just even just, if you would have just said, I understood, like all those things theoretically make sense. I just maybe would have done it differently if I was doing, because then that's an interesting conversation yeah. where it's like, oh, how would Neil deGrasse Tyson have written Interstellar? Or right? hey, thanks for making a blockbuster movie that might get more people into physics. Exactly. In yes. space Instead travel of being a bummer about things it. Because yeah. he did like a whole like multi-tweet tirade on why things were wrong. Well, there, and that's but... the problem like of today versus like the fifties and sixties where it's like, yes, get people into space travel and, right. and this where now today's like, well, no, I got to take my take on it. So I get more likes and followers. Exactly. It's like, but isn't the point to get more of society involved in this exactly. and not worry about your own fucking ego. Right. Uh, again, I know he's fine and cool and whatever, yeah. but it's like, that is sort of the shift in the celebrity is like, right. um, Werner von Braun. Yeah. He was just like, yeah, let's all. let's build NASA up and build rockets and get fucking America stoked on doing this, where yes. today's celebrity scientists are like, well, I need to get my likes up and more people, so I know if I write this controversial thing, right. that's what's going to get shared and whatever, instead right. of like Neil deGrasse Tyson, like, hey, high five to Interstellar for fucking showing some shit. Right. Hey, it's a little bit out there, but we really don't know, but here's how, how I think maybe it could actually right. go down. You know, All that mattered, despite my... Tiny voice for my large frame. I was over six foot five inches tall. All that mattered was the children were interested in the content of my television series. Yes. See. Werner von Braun. Disney. Signing off. Yeah. <laughs> See. It was almost. Uh, See. Kyle. Who's the guy who. No. Ah, Werner, oh, shit, come on. Shit, shit, whoa, come whoa, on, whoa. man. No. Paper clips over. Delis. I will not show respect to Mr. Kevin Burns, yes. <laughs> only to Montgomery Burns. See, the guy from The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. <laughs> A.K.A. Mr. Burns. <laughs> you know Smithers. Come on. Yeah, how he wants to fuck him. Uh, yeah, so here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Black Michio, holes. We're talking about Michio Kaku. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah, he... It's not that Michio Kaku's not uh, popular, but he had a couple shows. He had a show... I cannot remember the name of it. It was almost like a spinoff of the universe where it was basically like all the shit he's interested in. It was all um, him exploring science fiction ideas. Right, right, right. And how things are going towards that. Was that on towards Science that. Channel? Yes, it was. Yeah. And uh, 
which I think is also owned by Amy. Mm-hmm. But um, and it was actually a really good show because he talked about the challenges of like teleportation and yeah. are you just there's one type of teleportation where you're just cloning. Um, all of the fucking atoms in your body, mm-hmm. but but then what does that mean? Does what that is mean, consciousness? Does that mean yeah. you die? Does your consciousness transfer, or yeah. is it like the Prestige, where it's like that's that was the whole thing in the Prestige, which is just like right. Hugh Jackman is getting fucking you yeah, know multiplied, Teslafied, and his right, fucking right. now Teslafy. Yeah, now you don't um, make a copy of a copy because then you go, hey right. Steve, exactly, <laughs> a little multiplicity effect there. Right. You uh, might because they'd be if they were saying, "Hey, Steve, you have a lot yeah, of I, I've got I've got an inside track to that. Yes. So I've some experience. Yeah. <laughs> You're splicing uh, Ron Jeremy and Matt exactly. Yeah. That's so my at least he'll be a little more yeah. fun and loose, like yeah. Ron Jeremy. Hey, Steve, and right. he's got the huge cock, but maybe not sexually assault fifteen year olds. Yeah, like Ron Jeremy did. Yeah, so. I just but maybe dr- get mad a little something. Well, I mean, I just you know <laughs> dress up as a young young girl right. and uh, fall asleep. And he right, can, right. you know, sneak into my bed. For I thought you were going to say dress up as young guns. It's like Emilio Estevez, exactly. Peter Sutherland. Yeah. No. Not Dustin uh, Diamond, yeah. but uh, uh, what's Dusty that Dusty Rhodes. Yes, no. exactly. <laughs> Lou Diamond Phillips. That's the, the Native American yeah, Hispanic yeah, man. Yeah. Um, who was the fourth guy in that? I don't know. I like other fucking That's the only one I really watch. <laughs> like, like they're all of the, the same series. Yeah. But yeah, all the 90s Westerns. Right, right, yeah. Right. yeah, there was a weird little resurgence of that, huh? Oh, yeah. And then Quick and the Dead kind of finished it all off in like 90... Six or seven was Kevin Costner in any of those? I know he's in Dancing. He was Fools, in uh, he was in Wyatt Dwarp. <laughs> he was in Wyatt Dwarp. Okay, yeah. Dwarps. Yeah, Dwarps um, are eight because there was Wyatt Earp, and then which is the more serious take, and then Tombstone was right, like the slightly right. more yeah. not campy, With but Val- just a little more Val- like superhero y yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. style. But I'll yeah, that was, that was that was which I think that one did way better. Oh yeah, right? yeah. And people like that way legs. more than yeah, Wyatt Earp. But yeah. see those come up on the old television. Plus, it's like. You already kind of did this with Dances with Wolves, bro. We don't need another Costner cowboy movie, okay? Unforgiven best western ever. That was yes, that was Academy Award winning as well. Uh, and then I feel like we didn't really get an insane, popular, insanely popular western again until Django Unchained. I could be wrong, but I feel like that was the next like really big one that people were talking about. Yeah, I'm trying to after the think. late '90s, you know. I don't know. At this moment know. in time, I can't think of anything. There, oh, like there that. was. Um, not I feel the, like there's always kind of not something. the great train robbery, but I remember like Russell Crowe did a couple westerns yeah, or something too. Something and anyway. yeah, anyway, he was uh, also in the Quick and the Dead as the preacher. Right, right. Uh, young Einstein. Yeah, yeah. That was Russell Crowe. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, but he played one of the. Beer. He played one of the kittens in the pie. Exactly. Yeah. It was just the the reface <laughs> app. Like. Yeah, it just showed his rage yeah, back yeah. then. You know, he was the chef too. It was yes. kind of weird. It was a double <laughs> part, like play on itself that yes. he's cooking himself. Yeah. Chef Todd. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Todd the chef. Todd the chef. <laughs> he is Todd, and he is the chef. Uh, yeah, we start off this. Oh episode. yeah, how about ICP's Western uh, Big Money Rustlers? Oh god, because their first movie was Big Money Hustlers, uh-huh. and then they came out Big Money Rustlers. We talked about ICP quite a bit on the show. <laughs> well, Bo Bandy called it out. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, no, I wasn't criticizing. No, no, I'm joking. Because um, I don't. I honestly don't know if I've oh, ever. And, and Chair Loop knew Big Money Rustlers too. Mm. So. Uh, I have Big Money Hustlers in the room right now. If you hey, want me to pull it out, deeper. I can show you <laughs> the VHS uh-huh. of that cover. Nice. Are you sure it's not just a porn inside the sleeve? I'm pretty confident. <laughs> <laughs> the porn. I think there the were sleeve. like tits in that movie. Though. Some <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. We start uh, Earth's black holes off with uh, a little trip to Menlo Park, California, old Silicon Valley, and that's not for the fake breasts, my friends. Yes. It's for the chips. Got any chips? Yeah, not the valley. Got any computer chips? <laughs> uh, May 2017. Uh, I actually did not know that there was 
the SLAC National Accelerator Laboratory there. So there's a wow. particle celera- Slack accelerator in, uh, in Menlo Park. Because Menlo Park's where fucking Facebook is and all that shit, too, right? Uh, um, I think so. No, it's in my phone. Uh, I've been there, but I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they shot a, uh, they're doing a particle accelerator experiment where they're shooting a laser or a series of lasers at a molecule. Trying to shoot individual, it's it's funny because it's almost like an electron shooting gallery. They're trying to pick electrons off right. of this molecule by shooting like micro lasers at it. And Michael Denon is on here. He returns after quite a while. He's the UCI physics professor. One of my sisters' alma maters. Oh, yes. actually, my stepdad's alma maters too. Um, and uh, he's saying like, you know, it was going normally. They were successful shooting the electrons off, and he's like. But then it went very differently than expected. And so after a quadrillionth of a second of shooting uh, a few of those electrons out of the orbits of the atoms and the right. molecules, a fucking miniature black hole opens up, sucks everything in, sucks all the electrons in, and the molecule explodes as it like collapses Dead. in on itself. Yeah. So um, Could have ruined the whole Earth. There. And Michio Kaku, this is his first appearance. Could you appearance. imagine if that happened? Like that black hole just grew and then that's, we just were all gone. That's the danger. That's the fear with the big, the large, <laughs> the big old Hattie Collider. Yeah. Um, big the, old the, Natty Collider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An erotic sci fi exactly. adventure. <laughs> yeah. When they clap together, we are fucked. Just busty Swedish chicks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, fucked. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the concern is that. They're going to create a black hole that becomes self-sustaining or right, self, right. Uh, just big enough, to, increasing. Yeah, yeah. You know. it's a feeding. It feeds a, itself. It's a feeder. Yeah, yeah. self-feeder. Um, but uh, and then everything's going to get sucked in. Right. Um, I wonder how fast that would down. happen, though. Like, would we even realize it? What oh, the? we got a Windows error. Yeah, it says, "Do you want to exit while live?" And no, motherfucker. Like, Cancel it, God baby. Clean this goddamn screen. <laughs> I thought you were going to say clean this desk. God damn Uh-oh. it. What in the hell? Did it just sign it? off? No, I don't think so. Where Minimize. Am I? Where am I? Where am <laughs> There's I? an internal window. This is what you guys pay money for. There we go. Cancel. This is. Let's Cancel. see. Where's the fucking. The cursor. Where'd the cursor Shit, go? Shit, fuck. <laughs> Fart. Come. I'm the cursor. God damn it. <laughs> Wait, where am I? Where am I? We can okay. also touch the screen and cancel. I think. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Did you see that though? You touched it, and literally three little dots appeared as if you touched it <sighs> this too. This so, fucked. Yeah, there's the course. Sorry about that little twitch technolo- issues. technological issues. Um, but yeah, I wonder how fast that would happen if a black hole opened up. Would it be like instantaneous, or would it take like minutes? I mean, would we all be like? Could take hours. Would we? Could take, yeah. Would we see the event knows? horizon of the black hole, or if it's a true black we'll hole, just sucking it? Would we be like? In America, getting sucked over to Sweden as soon as it hit like the Atlantic or something, you know what I mean? I don't so, know. It'd be super fucked up. That'd be gnarly. But um, but yeah, uh, Mitch Okaku is describing this this experiment too, and he's like, "By golly, it looked like a black hole." I don't even know what to do with no. Mitch Okaku. He he just kind well, of has a, vo- a dry voice like this because um, he's kind of <laughs> like. Not a, as, not as, <laughs> but it's like you have yeah. to. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> You're doing... not, uh, no, I know, I know, I know. Because he has a very American voice. Yeah, yeah. Well, but it's kind of like this. There's a little, a little radio well, rasp. In yeah, there or it's that kind yeah. of up and yeah. clear. Still, I was very going much... to that. Yeah, he's like a, and he's like a Japanese Einstein. He's got the long yeah. white hair or shoulder yeah. length white hair, I should say. Uh, maybe scrunchy worthy. Yeah. I don't know. But, um, but anyway, Clotworthy <laughs> incredulously explains slash asks like what a black hole. is. He's like. It, it, again, they gotta stop doing these four to five beat 
incredulous questions that he asks, where he literally goes, a black hole where oh. so much matter collapses on itself that not even light can come out of it in a lab on Earth. And I'm like, oh my God, Like you got to stop writing yeah, stop it this way. That. It drives me insane. Yeah. It's like an OCD thing. It drives yeah. me nuts. Um, Brandenburg is on oh, here. Oh, you pan. Pan, we worship yeah. you. Oh, you pan. <laughs> oh, you pan. Yeah. Um, he's just talking to a fucking... Uh, <laughs> Log cat. What is it? A log cabin? What's that? Fuck lodge. Lodge. <laughs> lodge oh, is oh, the like brand. Casterns. Uh, uh, log cabin. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, a long. I cabin. grill all my syrup in log cabin cast iron pans. Try higher pitch Kermit the Frog for Michio Kaku. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys. It's almost a lower. P- well, no, I see what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> we'll work out it in our off yeah, time. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jonathan Brandenburg is on here, and he looks like he fucking... Don't fuck with any of this. I look like I time-traveled yeah. to five years ago before I smoked myself to death or yeah. porked myself. I don't know. And like, I got my jowl meat extra yeah, jowly. He looks like like he has makeup on. He's he's better lit, and yeah, he looks like... Tighter. He look He just looks like spry, and it's yeah. very strange. And this is 2018. Well, the war's kicking in yeah. from all of the remnants <laughs> of mercury I right. inhaled from all the explosives on the Navy, whatever shit's on my oh, hat. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's right. Um, well, because he told that story of the fucking Navy ships that, like, melded into now, each other. Well, that was a whole other. Too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but I, won- I wondered if he time-traveled and got uh-huh. that same anti-aging technology that Doc Brown got in Back Future 2. Or he... Is young here. He time traveled, didn't get it, and he was gone for many right. years. Yes. Comes back only two years later yes. and has aged ten years because right. that's how long he's been gone. Or maybe he got laid the night before. Exactly. He's <laughs> drained the fluids yeah. from his system, so now he's extra wrinkled. <laughs> um, but, 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 but. He explains that uh, not all like a black hole by its nature doesn't have to be spinning like the vortex we always see. Right. But because they're in space, they naturally have that. So what? vortex nature shape what, what, to what, it. What, what's a circle in 3D? <laughs> also from Intergalactic. Yeah. 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 Intergalactic. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that thing would look fucking different, you stupid asshole. Why don't you freak the fuck out because yeah. you can't get back home Listen to some sounds of those? Yeah, why don't you fucking age 27 yeah. years okay. and we've been gone for two okay. hours, you fucking piece of shit. Idiot. Um, Go take a nap. Uh, but Minchio Kako says that black holes aren't quite as unique. As we might have thought. He says, he goes, now Einstein explains, I guess a little Kermit the Frog. I don't know. That doesn't sound, that's a little no, too much. Because he's up here. I feel like he's cleaning yeah, up here. He has a little, yeah, it's like a higher register, but now I'm getting Will cocky. cocky. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's, it's almost nothing in an impression, but the cadence and the highness yeah. of which he speaks. Your highness. highness. Yes. <laughs> uh, whatever. Uh, Einstein, he says, Einstein explains that any form of energy, if concentrated enough, can become a black hole. The this black hole in the experiment wasn't a gravitational black hole, which we all thought was a requirement for a black hole in space. It was electromagnetic in nature. So yes. uh, Childress chimes in. He's in here a lot this episode. Not really sure why, uh, but we get a cool sequence with him later. Oh yeah. Childress chimes in and says, uh, uh, "Normally, uh, with a black hole, we think of a collapsed star or something that has a great mass, you know." Uh, but with these new experiments, we're finding that black holes can be created in different ways, including with electromagnetic energy or high-energy pulses in a laboratory. And Therefore, black holes could be in any place, and there's places around the Earth that we don't understand that have similar characteristics to a black hole. 
And so it's possible that these places are also black holes. I don't really think they're similar necessarily. Um, there's a lot of vortexes that get called that they're calling ep- uh, black holes in this episode. Um, they try to make the claim and use Michio Kaku and other scientists to say they do all kind of share this vortex-like behavior. Right. Um, and again, I'm not even saying they're wrong, but they they pretty much use this first segment to justify that. Every little spiral that some South American tribe has has carved, that any time somebody has a swirly bird felt a vortex yeah. or whatever, a toilet it's, flush, that it's literally a black hole. Where I'm like, okay, but I think that we do at least know that black hole. I mean, the size of black holes that they're doing in like the Large Hadron Collider are microscopic, but. I, I feel like I remember reading that they don't have to be that big to have a tremendous amount of vacuous force that's sucking everything in. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the center, again, it's, they don't know, but again, right. it's this hyper-dense, tiny little thing right. that just keeps sucking and sucking and right. sucking. <laughs> like those uh, barely legal videos. Yeah, yeah you know? exactly. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a ver- it seems it's a little loose here. Again, yeah. like every vortex is a black hole. Like every black hole that we've observed kind of has a vortex. Right. And now they're saying so that therefore every vortex is also it's a black also hole. also has a hole. But, all, but like in the same, in this episode, they're like, you know, hey, uh, whirlpools in the water are vortexes. I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't mean they're black holes. You know right, what I mean? Like, right. that doesn't, like they might have the same, like similar environmental pressures happening. Like the laws of physics are doing, but it doesn't mean the water is ripping a yeah, hole into space time, you know? So... Um, now, maybe if you charged it with a bunch of energy or something, I don't know. But um, we get our first Sukler here, and he says, Now, there have been stories of people missing time or jumping a distance at much faster speed, just like Brandenburg, yes. like you said. Uh, much oh, shorter God. than it would have taken their plane or their boat. They get into a lot of this. Uh, well, they get into it here. They get into a lot of it later with that fucking... The dude they go on the plane with. Uh, oh, yeah. kind of yeah. like a shyster, but. <laughs> hey, um, this is one. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do get children's wow. pilot talking. Exactly. With walkie talkies. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that segment is gnarly. That's segment. Sequence. Sequence. Yeah, sequence. sequence segment is gnarly. His facial yeah. expressions they keep cutting to are fucking insane. <laughs> 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 um, you can just tell he's so nervous and like yeah. awkward the whole time. Uh, like, admit, like to the point where I wonder if that guy like made him nervous or was a fucking whack job when he was talking to him or something. Yeah. But um, also but, it was just being in a weird little small plane, exactly, maybe freaks with a out. camera crew yeah. in there, um, with no big camera crews. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Rabbi Zadok mentions he's like he's like other dimensions are all around us and people have been coming and going through them forever. And so then he starts talking about the story of Noah. And, the, and his infamous experience of uh, meeting the burning bush and God and all that on Mount Sinai. So um, now Cedar Sinai is a local hospital. I kept thinking the here. same, yeah. <laughs> which is in New York or L- no? It's oh, LA. here in it's LA. LA. Yeah. yeah, I had a friend who worked there. Um, what's the big one in New York that everyone goes to all the time? I can't remember. Not the Mayo Clinic. Saint is it the Jude's? Mayo Clinic? No, I don't know. Yeah, no. Um, but he uh, he's explaining the story of Noah and his ascendance into heaven. He says. Now, something very bizarre happened at Mount Sinai. A cloud was said to have descended, and then it curiously states that a door opened in the cloud. And Moses walked in, and the door closed behind him, and he ascended. 
Now, according to the Bible, Moses ascends for 40 days and 40 nights. He does not drink, he does not eat, he does not sleep. 40 days pass for us here on earth. How much time passed for Moses in heaven? What was the opening at Mount Sinai? Now, it sounds like the cloud was a transportational device of some kind in the context of a vortex. So they're saying that like a craft of some kind used vortex or black hole wormhole technology to appear, Mm -hmm. open a physical door, and he walks in and leaves, right? Um, So basically Noah was, in in a sense, abducted um, willingly by... Some sort of take me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Noah. <laughs> I'm from ancient Israel, but I do some yes. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't always say no. <laughs> um, uh, they do give Rabbi Zadok a lot of time here, which mm. I always appreciate him on the show. Like he he is at least an expert in his own field, who then also crosses over into being an ancient astronaut theorist, right? Because it's very clear he's a very big. He's very open-minded and like a big proponent of of yeah. melding this with religion. So uh, he literally says here, he's like, he's like, with our modern understanding, we need to reevaluate what the Bible is teaching us. And I'm like, that's a very fair way to to say that sentiment, which is rampant throughout ancient astronaut theory and theorists and on the show. Mm-hmm. But they're all saying like it was wrong, it was misinterpreted, it was this, it was that. Yeah, yeah. He's like, again, he's an expert in. Judaism and in Jewish mysticism in and judo all, and all of the historical texts. <laughs> um, well, he he knows the judos and judos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ancient list of rules exactly. that Noah brought back Do's from and don'ts. <laughs> yes, from that big old tablet, right. jujitsu, the old tablet. Yeah, <laughs> sue and don't but, sue, but stay away from. The Brazilian stuff, I don't like it. I don't, it's not what I'm into. I have to, you know, the Japanese tried to take it once, but we know the real story. Yes, and <laughs> that kind even of though, spawned... Even though jitsu is a Japanese word? We might get canceled off this, but yeah. it spawned into uh, the lawyers, because it's jujitsu, right. and you, you, know, you right. got to defend and <laughs> right. use their momentum against them Which, in oh, the court of law. Back to the Future 2. Come on, the jits will never find yeah, yeah. out. That's what <laughs> Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers says, <laughs> which I've never Cancel. heard. I've never yeah, heard jits used for I Japanese. Thought that, was his name jit? Was his name though Jitsu Son? Oh, I don't I know. Th- I think that was his name. Oh, okay. And it was like the jits. Yeah. Cancel free. That's the way to be. Back on. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bobani also said that he can see Giorgio at uh, Ken- Kevin Burns' wet- wedding <laughs> funeral, <laughs> saying, "I'm the captain now." Yeah. <laughs> Um, I wonder what that uh, that wife of his will be wearing at that funeral, huh? Oh yeah, she's gonna give Burns one final kiss. She probably always has uh, UFO shaped tan lines around her aerial. Oh yes, <laughs> that's for and daddy. Fishnet yeah. <laughs> tan lines too. Yeah, yeah. Um, little webbings. Uh, well, like, Bandy, are you gonna come to contact since your daughters well, Bandy, have all graduated? Are you gonna come? <laughs> uh, it's planned for June, yes. so we hope we've and technically well. We'll talk off air, yeah. but we've got some lodging and tickets already lined up. Yes. <laughs> Very secret procedure yeah. from last year. Um, well, we I go... mean extra. Exactly, yes. Yeah. Uh, we talk about <laughs> we talk about extra here. No, we're yeah. talking about uh, uh, the aforementioned carvings in stone from ancient peoples of vortexes, of swirly birds, of spirals. Uh, March 26, 2016... 
location, space. This might have been the first time they said it, like, March 2016, space. Uh, <laughs> they're showing a, a very crappy CG rendering of the, the Japanese, speaking of the Jets, uh, the Hitomi satellite that was launched in 2015. It starts spinning uncontrollably after passing through what is called the South Atlantic Anomaly. It spins so hard that it rips itself apart into like 10 pieces, which is pretty crazy. Right. Um, and uh, Brandenburg explains the South Atlantic Anomaly. He yes. says, Now the Earth's magnetic field is emanating from the interior by motions of liquid iron and other substances. And <laughs> like other that. liquid bits. Now the thermal currents uh, generated by radioactive decay in the core, etc., they create what looks like a bar curve. He calls it, I think there's like, it shows like, he shows like a, a little pole and then shows how it's like the the equal, um, almost concentric circles. It's like when you see the models of the magnetic um, fucking field of the Earth, it makes the Earth look like the center of a big donut. Mm-hmm. Like where it's like the big, like three dimensional tire, like these two tires yeah, yeah, almost yeah. around it. Depends um, to be how that goes. Yeah. And he says, uh, now apparently there's an error in it where the magnetic field reverses its polarity in this area. And spacecraft and satellites flying through it experience intense radiation. Um, they give more examples of fuck-ups. They're like, oh, this shuttle got fucked up flying through it, and this satellite got fucked up flying through it, and this fucking probe got its uh, uh, controls fried. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, well, Bandy says he's coming out to Palos Verde as soon as COVID's over. Wow. That's right by our house, Bobandy. Yeah. You let us know. Um right? In Sky Park, where the fuck that is? Sky Park. Sky Park. Are they doing a fucking? Is that a I fucking know. indoor said, skydiving thing? No, because he's all about mountain biking. <laughs> so he's like, I'm going to oh. ride Sky Park and Palos Verdes mm. this summer post COVID. I know in Newport Beach, there's that top of the hill trail that there's a big like, rich Laguna. people neighborhood or Laguna. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know a rich people Anyways, neighborhood. We can connect later, Bo Bandy. It's but fine. at least come out for a fucking uh, pr- for uh, contact. A come prolapse. Out, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good enough for a poke. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they have children's come on. Village. Oh, it's a oh. fucking uh, large big bear, bear large shit. Ursus. Yeah. Uh, children's comes on and explains the exact same thing that Brandenburg and Clotworthy do. And it's like, he doesn't even make it any more simple. I'm like, why are like children's, it's not his fault, but I'm like, why are they having him justify what Jonathan Brandenburg, who's a plasma physicist that worked for NASA at one point, yeah. why are they, why do they feel the need to? And I, I know it. I know it's just to fill time. I know it's just like, hey, yeah, everyone loves time. children. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming and joining my yeah. show. <laughs> Told Kevin, time's up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> T-H-Y-M-E. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the steak's a little bland, Kevin. Yeah. You know, time's up. Yeah. You got to level yeah, up the yeah, time. Yeah. Get some cloves of garlic, <laughs> some thyme. You know, here we go. Um, <laughs> there are disagreements, though, about the effects that the South Atlantic anomaly has. And it sounds like the disagreements are ancient astronaut theorist versus scientists. So. Yeah. Uh, but Brandenburg explains that um, it's, it's so the radiation is so concentrated. The magnet, the magnetism is so concentrated that it is totally possible. It's affecting space time in that area. Now, this is an area that they say is hanging over most of South America. So it's not like a small chunk, you know, also it's crazy that, if it's that big an area, how have they not explained why? Right. You know, right, like, right, I don't right. understand. Like, does that mean they, they'd have to probe underneath the earth probe and deeper. see what's going on? Yeah, a few yeah. nipples deeper at least. Um, maybe it's like, I don't know, maybe there's a, 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 a pocket of, right in the back of, <laughs> of different 
like me- metallic materials melting down there, or mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, you get like a strawberry core or a piece of ice that just won't blend up in the blender with everything else, exactly. and it keeps even like yeah. you can shake it, whatever. It just kind of like stays and burning in that yeah. weird little yeah. bra- the orbit around the blades, yeah. like that turge. It won't full, sh- exactly. full flush down. First fresh. That turd just won't fall on the blades of my blender, no, man. I, I want to. Chew I gotta it up. eat. Yeah, Daddy's hungry. Okay, <laughs> I um, want peanuts. They... <laughs> old corn. Old corn. Old corn. <laughs> uh, he even says the weather could create an electromagnetic black hole, just like that uh, yeah. slack um, hadron or not hadron, whatever the slack particle. Right, 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 right. Uh, not slack the chat company for all exactly. you white collar folks out there, but. Yeah. All you uh, IT fellows out there. <laughs> um, fella, How do you say woman fellas? Fellas? Fellows. Fellas. Yeah. Fillette yeah. Mignon. Full on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just fellows. Yeah. Um, like prolapse or not, it's pretty gender neutral. Okay. Okay. They, we get into the stone swirlies now that they started this segment off at. So they're, they talk about the Inga stone, I-N-G-A, and... It's it's in South America under under the gaze of the South Atlantic anomaly. Yes. <laughs> We're all up here. We're irradiated. Hey. Uh, <laughs> and come to Palm Springs, it'll be great. <laughs> we rent out a whole hotel. <laughs> um, there are uh, swirls and lines and all sorts of geometric looking shit on this one big tablet, the Inga Stone. And they say that they must have had an advanced understanding of physics and math to draw these things. Mm-hmm. I don't think they do, or the show does not justify why that is. They just expect you to accept it when all they're literally drawing are sometimes symmetrical and very nice and clean looking. They're carving swirls and lines and some shapes. Now, they've shown like, oh, they they knew the Southern, there's some guys in there who's like, yeah. they, they knew the Southern Cross. They knew Orion's Belt. I'm like, how is that any more advanced than any other culture right. in the and you fucking look world? Straight up, and that's what's the hotness in the sky—the brightest fucking things in the sky. Yeah. Like it's it's ridiculous. So, um, the show doesn't do a good job of of providing evidence of why that must mean they know advanced physics right, and math. Right, right. To their own point, these people likely just drew what they experienced or saw or heard or whatever. Um, and Medallion Man comes on to try to. Uh, Try to make this a smoking gun or whatever. He's like, now we know that these carvings feature astronomical data, but the local people in that area didn't carve astronomical data in their own carvings. They carved supernatural beings. So this kind of this is the phrase I literally had the sub the the captions on. Yeah. So this kind of hints us in the idea, <laughs> like okay. that's not a fucking sentence. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so this kind of hints us in the idea that maybe the origin of this knowledge is indeed extraterrestrial beings. I'm like, they show, so two things. They show the Inga stone and they show these kind of totem style carvings that the local people, they don't even name them. It's crazy. But in this fucking show on dozens upon dozens of episodes, drawing supernatural beings means you're drawing aliens, means you met them before. Now they're trying to have this weird, like, prove this side point by being hypocritical about their past point that oh some some special crew of people met aliens and drew this thing the other people did not it's like what like again there this could have been a whole segment on the show 
but they just kind of gloss over this whole thing. Mm-hmm. This is just an example show. That's just like a yeah. like a list of exam an LOE, right? List of example show. They don't go too deep into any examples, or they pick one, like this show, they pick the fucking Bermuda Triangle again. Yeah. Half of this episode is a Bermuda Triangle episode, which bummed me out. I'm like, we've had we've had a whole episode on this, and we've had especially those first three seasons. They they mentioned the Bermuda Triangle like every four episodes. It was crazy. Um, and anytime there was a vortex or something like that. Um, this is all the shit I just complained about. Um, oh, and because the South Atlantic anomaly covers most of South America, they're trying to imply that every carving in South America is therefore inspired by this radiation weirdness and vortex powers and whatever. But at the same time, why then wouldn't the rest of the world have these same carvings or records of, you know, power places? But, oh, wait, they do because you guys talk about them all the time, and they're not under the South Atlantic the anomaly. Guys, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they're not under the guys. The guys of the South Atlantic. <laughs> they're not under that milk and table, exactly, you know. They're yeah. um, <laughs> the secret squirts. <laughs> they, they then move on to uh, the Vile Vortices, which sounds like a shitty punk band. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> vortices is plural for vortexes. I mm-hmm. guess you don't say vortexes, but... Um, Down here, Vortexes, you do not mess with us, please. The three of these vile vortices are the three corners of the Bermuda Triangle. There are nine other ones to make a total of 12, and Cockney Collins explains briefly. He says, now the biologist and cryptozoologist and writer Ivan T. Anderson. That's like a whole... That that uh, rap sheet is pretty crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> Again, does, I, don't, I don't know this guy. They don't really talk about him very much. All they do is say, he came up with a theory, I think, <laughs> to, I do, to yeah. do with paranormal phenomena occurring in different parts of the world. Now, he found 12 specific locations around the world, and he referred to them as the vile vortices. In other words, they were quite violent in their actions. <laughs> <laughs> and I did laugh at that. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. Childress chimes in and says, uh, it was this geometric pattern on earth that he thought was a solution to what was going on and that certain spots on the earth were anomalistic and had strange energy patterns and this is like i thought for sure they they were going to talk about the world grid because which one is it is it the 12 locations or is it Mm -hmm. the fucking like 32 nodes that are all around the earth three this like when it kept showing the map it was like a band just north and south of the equator. Yeah. So it like passed Juicing through around. South America, Bermuda Triangle, whatever, and then it was like all the way to Egypt and yeah. wrapped around. Um, Bobani says he's right on the western tip of the yes, triangle. Yes, exactly. Yes, so. yes, yes. Because it's uh, it's where he is in the in southeast Florida, the Bahamas, and then some fucking island that's right. like in the off the sh- like many miles south uh, east of like North Carolina, yeah. like on the, you know whatever fucking shit in there. The line is yes. <laughs> You know, Linus, he had the yeah, blankie exactly. and yep. was friends with uh, uh, Charlie Brown on the P-Notes. And Linus, isn't that something else? I feel like that's like a Greek something. Linus? Yeah. Um, and, well, I think he was a philosopher, and that's why they named Linus Linus okay. on the show. So, um, <laughs> Oh, I don't know him as oh. the P-Notes character. Mm-hmm. I know him as the Greek philosopher. The Greek, <laughs> yes, yes. Linus, great. <laughs> Smelled the dirt before he got into the <laughs> Colosseum. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> oh, but man, he does say peanuts as well. Oh. Uh, 
Penis. Now, Penis. North Carolinas will enter the fighting pits. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, get this fucking tiger out of here, man. <laughs> yeah. Maga. <laughs> fucking Carol Baskins. <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> we get a Nori story here. He's on a couple times, completely pointless as always. Um, he's like the person I hate when he's on, but I never thought I would hate him because it's like, yeah, oh, he's just a nice just guy friendly. or whatever. Yeah, like, he has a fucking... dumb show that he took over from someone else. <laughs> yes. And now, so, and now, yeah. now the dickhead that is on the Holger Files took over that show mm. five or six years ago. Yeah, like and George I Norrie's not doing anything, right? Hate that guy. Okay, yes, yeah. um, but uh, he was he was a, an advisor to the Ghost Adventures for a few yeah. seasons too. So he's and on he's a handful of episodes. Just getting kissed by random ladies, you know. Fucking hate him. Um, but yeah, our Nori story here is uh, now. <gasps> all I think is that like rage photo from Contact in the Desert because it's always a stupid <laughs> fucking birthday. So it's like the George Nori birthday party. It's yes. him like rage yelling yep. some song <laughs> with like some weird like mom ladies yes. dancing around him. And the uh, one time I was, or that one time I was abducted. Girl. Well, that's just said they give them a little kiss on the cheek and he doesn't <laughs> like it. And we said, oh, they kind of seem like star fuckers and they messaged us and said, hey, we're not star, star fuckers. <laughs> Well, <laughs> who cares? Uh-huh. Well, you kiss star Bara kissers, too. Star kissers. Okay, there you uh, go. <laughs> yeah, get it right. But when we were at contact, <laughs> that's when Nori was like, "Hey, Sooks, how about we fuck that wife of yours?" And I was like, "Literally Holy said shit. that." Yeah. <laughs> no, but he was like, "It truly was like not they far all off at all." Want to bang yeah. his wife yes. if he left for Mars? Yes, and it was the one-two punch of 2018 and 2019 because. Uh, the fucking fans were creeped were were creeps about Giorgio's wife too. Right. One of those guys that came up yeah. and asked the question was like In contact. First yeah. of all, Giorgio, I want to talk both. about that yeah. lovely wife of yours. Is we are both I say this all the time. We are both the luckiest men in the world because we have the most amazing, beautiful wives. Right, right. That in ever yeah, the yeah. fucking world happens. It's just like Hey, oh, hey, God. Whoa. everyone gonna fucking cuck me <laughs> right. at this party or what? And it's the craziest thing when Giorgio Sukalos is weirded yeah. out by you. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did see him leave the party with his wife. Yes. But no other cucks floating yes. around. So his in her neon mesh uh shirt, if you want to call it that, with UFO pasties on. Mm-hmm. Um but uh bu- 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 yeah, he uh Nori says, Now there's no question that this planet is very unusual with having these certain spots. Like, okay. Um, Medallion Man literally says, he said he has a whole fucking line that is meaningless. He's like, but he, he says, uh, black holes, or sometimes called wormholes, or for other purposes. And I'm like, yeah. what, are they are they not allowing him to or say Stargates anymore? Glory holes. <laughs> like, well, I'm he like, says Stargates at the end, though. He does, but yeah. I'm just like, in that, like, why didn't he say Stargate? <laughs> yeah. It's like, on the verge, it's yeah. on the tip of his tongue, and you're just like, just say it. Holes. But maybe there is a quota, like he's mm-hmm. only allowed one per episode or yeah. something. But Hey, you um, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Give me more only, coffee, kay. William. Only say it twice, Bill. Right. Old Bill, as yeah. we call you around the office. Then we'll call you William when you deserve it. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll call you Mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to call you Phil Henry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid radio guy. Uh, <laughs> who my father-in-law is obsessed oh, with. Oh, that yeah. was a big, big time. Because uh, oh, yeah. didn't he do the prank the fake calls? Crank, the fake, the yeah, fake yeah, crank, uh, fake prank phone whatever, calls. Yeah. yeah, that show was hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then Michael Denon uh, explains that theoretically, the bottom, if you can call it that, <laughs> the power <laughs> of a black hole 
leads to either another universe entirely or another spot in our universe. Oh. And there's currently no way of testing that where it black goes. Hole. You, know? you, you, you can't test prior <laughs> for the hives and such. You can't but, test me? Okay. <laughs> I got prior. the herp twice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now we talk about the Bermuda Triangle. So they they share some evidence. I'm, I, I made it a little briefer. Um, I put on my little. I put yeah. on my little briefers. <laughs> my little airsoft briefers. <laughs> um, uh, this is not only a church; it is a Target dressing room. <laughs> if you would like to speak German and put on little panties as a man, raise your hand. <laughs> Please leave the liners in the panties, or yeah. you will be charged. <laughs> uh, Do not want this disgusting crotch juice. So fucking gross. <laughs> um, the uh, the Bermuda Triangle. So one of the most boring subjects in all of the world of weird because it doesn't like they kind of in a roundabout way make the same point i'm about to make which is it is true that because there's like video evidence and shit where like uh flight controls and um tracking equipment radar all that shit can get a little wonky in in Mm -hmm. these areas but there's so many other areas that do the same fucking thing on the planet which just mean there are electromagnetic or geomagnetic anomalies in that area, which is, they say that on this show, but then they want you to, they want you to think that the Bermuda Triangle is like the biggest, craziest yeah, one. Yeah. And they tell the story of Flight 19, uh, which was in 1945, towards the end of World War II. These like five planes go out, they're flying over Bobandi's house, their instruments get all fucked up, um, and they make a bunch of turns to try to correct themselves, and... Who who ends up being the fucking pilot? The what I'll say it's like Bruce German Whatever. or something like that. Yeah. But um, he's on and he's like, now this is when pilots get very confused when they're like turning and trying to you know correct themselves or whatever, and then they all just disappear off the radar. So again, doesn't mean that something weird didn't happen, but the disappearing could have just been them crashing and exploding or drowning or whatever, right? Because they got their because something did happen to their instruments got fucked up because yeah. then immediately a search party of two other planes, bigger planes, goes out and they disappear as well. Yeah. So I'm not saying there isn't something gnarly going on, but I don't know if disappearing into a space time vortex is actually what's going on there, right? Yeah. So is that the der- Terminator on Joey's shirt? No, it's the Perminator. It's the Perminator. It's got a hair dryer. So you got to dip curly down hair. just a little so the the light shows up, Joe. Ah, fuck. Yeah, come closer. So so you can see the hair, the Perminator. Oh, there you go. Ooh, yes. Tfury.com. There you go. Um, Promo code Probing Ancient <laughs> Do you know anyone Try it. over there anywhere? I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, don't ask me, though, please. I'm not going to. You can. Yeah. Not them. Uh, I don't want to put in a thousand orders. I, no, no, I don't want any order. <laughs> I just couldn't remember if all the people annexed or not. Uh, no, one of my no. former employees is still there. Okay. Um, just gave a little hint because you said my. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, but the they've also proven. So people thought Amelia Earhart disappeared in the Bermuda, Bermuda Triangle as well, and they fucking found her plane that had extremely unique markings on them. Uh, they found her plane like 10 years ago or something, and it's sad because they, she washed up on some little island and likely just fucking starved to death on this island. Right. Um, so a sad story. I, now people will still go, but doesn't mean she didn't disappear and reappear and then crash or whatever. I'm like, okay, fine. That's not really what I care about that much. But um, what I'd be more interested in is, then why doesn't anyone go fucking study this area 
and then build instruments that don't get fucked up by it or something. Like, right, right. put a shield around it of some kind. Of, I don't know. Like, it, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. it's so fucking dumb because, like, the statistics say that the Bermuda Triangle has no more disappearances, crashes, or anything. Yeah. It's just very deep In ocean the per out there. square mileage of, yeah. Exactly. It's just that it's remote. And so it's yeah. tough to, like, send a search crew out there. And by the time they're out there, that fucking thing sunk like two miles under the fucking right. ocean. Well, and it's point. just like a lot of wind, a lot of currents right. in that kind of area of the mm. ocean. So shit's going to move pretty quick. Exactly. And be tough, yeah, to your point, to pinpoint where it exactly right. went down. And there's only tiny little fucking islands out there. So yeah. not a big for a current to, to bring catch. the thing yeah, right yeah. to that little island conveniently ashore right, right, so we right. can see it without James Cameroning under the fucking water looking right, for the right, Titanic right. all the time. It's, you know. Um, Ah, he knew his, he knew Because I think the Dragon's Triangle is, like, closer to the coast of Japan or something like that. Oh, so it's, I like, because that's, like, the uh, they, we've talked about it on the show a long time ago. But that's, like, the the Bermuda Triangle of the East. Right, um, right. But I think it's easier for them to go on searches there. Anyway. Um, bu- 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 oh, um, so, yes, it's still a mystery of why their instruments are fucked up. But I, I wish that they would debunk their – I would have so much more respect for this show if they actively debunked their own shit – if they found out that it had been disproven. Like, it would be so cool if they went, hey, we theorized that something was this, but actually last year, this fucking thing happened and proved it was something else. Yeah, making sense. So Ancient astronauts theorists say fuck it still. Because at least Ghost Adventures sometimes... Kind of. They put their dumb, big, red, debunked stamp on. Right, right, They're like... and, And then they love to also use the confusing phrase of... This could not be debunked as something, so, and it's like <laughs> this couldn't be debunked, and then they like put like not debunked, and it's like okay, it's very confusing. Yeah. But well, Bandy says he's out, oh. and he will leave us with the note that he survived his trip into a black hole once, oh. known as Keith's sister. <laughs> I forgot about her. Yeah, forgot about <laughs> Keith and his sister. Yeah. And there is no bottom to that black hole. Oh no, oh big uh, bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, you just come out of Virginia. Yeah. They explain what the Bermuda Triangle is again three minutes into this segment, which drives me insane. Um, And they talk about the fucking Christopher Columbus story where he was there and saw lights in the sky and that people walked off their ship and disappeared or whatever. I'm like, I know it's ancient aliens, but I love that they use really the only example they use is the Flight 19 example and a 500 year old written example. Of Christopher Columbus, who had been on the ocean for like three months yeah, at that the point. Ocean blue. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm just like, okay, guys, like is are there no more relevant pieces of evidence where things were measured, things were photographed? I guarantee I guarantee there's a fucking plane that is driven through the Bermuda Triangle with a fucking camera on it and nothing sure. happened. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. just 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 balance it out a little bit. Instruments. Um, Brandenburg is on again. He's he makes some interesting points. He's like He's like, we don't even really understand how lightning fucking works. He's like, he's like, now millions of megawatts are passed through a lightning bolt. One point twenty one, I believe, yes. gigawatts. But that's not even enough for them to jump across cloud. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like the, and he's like, but somehow nature does it. And I'm like, and that's that is the weird, spooky side of nature where it's like, what are all the things we don't know that assist that electricity from moving on these yeah, great yeah. distances yeah. and whatever and. You know, shocking um, uh, powders, giving him powers and all that yeah. stuff. Shocked yeah. puss. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he says, uh, now combine that with the strange location of the Bermuda Triangle with the collision point of these cold and warm currents. And 
and he, he does it now. He like becomes current Brandenburg. He, oh, like, yes. he has his eye closed. And he's like, "You can have a pre- a playground for exotic physics, I believe." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, not erotic physics. Yes, um, but uh, but I mean, and I I understand that because it's like. There's weird. I also believe there's a billion points in lots of the oceans where cold and warm currents meet and do weird shit. I don't know, but Chopu, for yeah. example, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, But uh, but I, I I wish I wish they would go down. Like I wish there was a whole episode with just Jonathan Brandenburg. Like if they would theme a subject around one of the experts, mm-hmm. um, like doing their own probing deeper, basically. Yes. You know, <laughs> but <laughs> but I guess that's why you go to the events and get their two hour symposiums and shit too. So yeah. uh, now Cockney Collins is on. Again, and he says okay. he's introducing. Um, oh yeah, Bruce Gernon. <laughs> he's Gernon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Collins introduces him for some reason. I don't know why Childress doesn't introduce him because he's the one that goes in the fucking plane with him. But he says, "On December fourth, nineteen seventy, almost twenty-five years to the day of the disappearance of Flight Nineteen, a pilot by the name of Bruce Gernon was flying between Andros Island." and Bimini Island when he had an absolutely incredible experience. Childress chimes in and explains more. He says, the controls on his plane went crazy. He felt that he had been in the Bermuda Triangle, and since that time, researchers have been trying to find out exactly what happened during that flight. And, like, this guy seems to be selling tours mm-hmm. of his flight, but then on the plane he says, I've never I've never done this, like, a recreated Type my flight before. I'm like, yeah. That's horseshit. He's got some weird fucking uh, uh, golf cap wearing pilot dude with a Guy Fieri shirt mm-hmm, on there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, he's like, we'll be fine. Yeah. And I'm like, good. how do you know you're going to be fine if the first time these fuckers barely escape with their life? Yeah. <laughs> this Bruce Gurney also throws in that his dad what is, was his co-pilot. <laughs> and he was like 50 when he was on this flight. No. But... Uh, um, they have like a cool fucking shirtless, you know, shot of him on the plane in 1970, whatever. Um, there was also other people on the plane, which later he says, uh, the passengers didn't experience anything strange. And I'm mm-hmm. like, and the picture shows this plane has windows. There was probably seven or eight seats on there behind yeah. the pilots. How the fuck did they not, when we get into everything that he saw, how did the passengers not fuck? Is the Langoliers? They all fucking right, right. asleep and they disappeared no, or something, you know? Yeah, they're eating time. <laughs> the classic line from Langley. Yeah. Oh, they're eating time. They're it's gross. These scary Pac-Man. Holy shit. <laughs> um, and uh, so in March 2018, Childress is on location in Florida with Bruce Gernon. So uh, uh, they're going to recreate the flight. And he's like, <laughs> Bruce says, I am the only living person to have entered the heart of it. And exited through a time tunnel vortex and survived. Like <laughs> that sounds like a pitch for a tour company, like a, like a, yeah. a dark tourism company, yeah, basically. Yeah. You know, um, Childress says. <laughs> uh, so, uh, have you ever retraced this flight before? And he's like, No, I haven't. I'm like, That's total bullshit. I yeah. guarantee that's bullshit. Uh, and and Childress is like, uh, uh, This isn't a one way flight, is it? <laughs> and the guy's like, No, sir. We'll be back. We'll be fine. And he's like. Well, okay, I'm, I, I guess I'm ready. <laughs> and yeah. I get on the plane. Um, we get fucking Madonna Mike uh, walkie-talkies on everyone on the oh, plane yeah. here. Uh, it's all Childress walkie-talkie voice talking happening. He's asking Bruce to retell his story as they're flying over landmarks when we already heard the fucking story. Uh, but Childress is like, 
he is so like ADD in this scene. Like he can't figure out where to focus on. Like he's listening and then he's just like, and he, like, and look, he looks Looking out the window over, and smiles. Right. He, yeah. he has like, he's like nothing. He's like all nervous ticks. I'm just yeah, like, yeah. he can't just focus and like whatever. But we kind of noticed that when we met him too. Check. Sure. West Coast yeah. elitist. Getting to go to contact in the desert, hang out childers for free. Yeah, um, have a Richard Gere convo with him. Yar. <laughs> but uh, he jammed those gerbils for sure. <laughs> oh, he jammed them. He peanut butter and jammed them. Um, and and they're flying over one of the little islands, and he's like, I don't know, looks pretty eerie around here. This is a, a very remote area of the Bahama Banks, and I'm like. Okay, Bahama Banks yeah, also yeah, sounds like yeah. an 80s wrestler, Bahama like a, a WWF yeah, wrestler yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Arthur Bahama Banks, baby. <laughs> um, they get some turbulence, and the music is ramping up here, as a typical reality show does, to make something that's fake seem Ominous. stressful. Um, and <laughs> it like holds on children, and he's like, um, uh, yeah, maybe we should uh, check check that. Uh, oh, we're out of control. Like, and it's just He's like yeah. freaking out because there's some turbulence. And then, like, the pilot waits, like, 30 seconds to be like, oh, we're fine. We just had a little turbulence. Nothing wrong. <laughs> and he's like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm glad I didn't vanish. <laughs> and they're all, like, <laughs> fucking yucking it up yeah. in there. Um, uh, Bruce says, this was the exact same spot that it happened. I'm like, okay, yeah. man. Um, and, and then Childress goes, wow, a, a, a premonition maybe? <laughs> I'm like, what? Okay. Like, how is, what a, do you know what a premonition means? Yeah, that yeah, means... Yeah. You guys experience something in your mind of what will happen pre- in the future. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you know, a pre-monition. We're always yes, monitioning yes, yes. Oh, normally, yeah. but... <laughs> oh, I nitioned hard. Yeah. My favorite 90s R&B female artist was Monish. Yeah. And then I took a... <laughs> Pre-monish. A, a hit to the head with some ammunition. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the story goes that Bruce, when he was flying in this area... Saw a big conical, he says some weird fucking term for it, but a conical cloud that was growing in size with lightning in it. They fly into the fucking cloud. It's super dark with flashes of lightning. Uh, he's freaking out. He and his dad are freaking out. They can't. <laughs> I'm a middle-aged man. Frack. And I fly with my dad. <laughs> um, they're flying in there. Can't find a way out. And it cuts to Childress. And he is so shitty at acting. He's just like acting slack-jawed. He, Childress is not, again, acting is, you have to act with your whole face. Yeah. <laughs> People that don't know how to act, they just do the mouth usually, like, uh. So he's slack jaw, but just looking calmly at right, him. It's like, right, no, right. people with slack jawed are like, whoa, like they're fucking yeah, going yeah. crazy. But uh, he's just slack jawed at him, and they can't find their way out. So he tries to just, like, uh, he sees a break in the clouds, he goes for it. He gets out. It's very confusing. He gets out of the main conical cloud, mm-hmm. but then he, he they're trapped in a larger storm cloud. cloud. In a cloud. And then he sees a tunnel appear, a vortex appear that is what he says, a mile wide and 10 miles deep. I'm like, how the fuck do you know how deep that thing is? He's got uh, good eyes. <laughs> He's got that Bushnell tracker. <laughs> His dick. Yeah. <laughs> I got my uh, my plunger, yeah, my depth. What is it? Depth perceptor? Sure. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Rangefinder. There you go. Uh, no, what's the fucking thing where they, uh, like on ships and shit like that, They how they judge the depth. There's like a depthometer. Depth I, I think Whatever. it is a depth finder. I think I'm confusing yeah. rangefinder with depth finder. I don't know. Sure. Um, all you fishermen out there, yeah. let us know. Well, depth finder <laughs> is the Bushnell dumb thing where it says how range far finder. away. Yeah, the rangefinder. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's fine. Sure, why not? Um, blah, blah, blah. So they, he's, he, he tells his dad, we got to get out of here. And, 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 and uh, he's like, I'm going for it. And so he's making this into an action movie now. Right. They fly through this vortex. Six days, seven nights. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Harrison Ford. Right. Um, I, I for a second I thought on the McConaughey train it was that like one night in the Sahara or whatever that weird movie oh, was. Yeah, that's other or one. Sahara yeah. Nights or something. And there's one know. where he's like finding gold or something on the sea. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he was in a lot of bad movies. Yeah, he's, he's it's like it's up. crazy how long he's been a celebrity like since the mid '90s, but yeah. that. He's done so many. He went through like purely like a romantic comedy period, right, right, right. and then it really wasn't like till True Detective that people were like, "Whoa, he's a real deal. He's an amazing yeah, actor yeah. again." Whatever. But um, uh, so they they go into this vortex, and he describes the feeling is like like they were hydroplaning, like where gravity ceased to exist, and they were just kind of floating through, yeah. and and then they came out and they were fine. So, right. um, but. They had traveled a hundred miles in only three minutes because, like the the tower radar guy was like, eh, Colin, whatever Gernon's yeah. plane code is," and uh, and he's like, "What? What? What's happening?" And and he's like, "Wow, you guys were gone for three minutes, but the last the last uh, point in space they had checked in at or tracked at was a hundred miles away. So they would have had been traveling two thousand miles an hour, right, to cover that distance in that right. time. So." Uh, I kind of call bullshit on this on this uh, story. Um, this guy, again, I don't know. I don't care how much therapy or work or whatever you could do, but like this is a very traumatizing event to have happened. Mm-hmm. To have gone through a vortex that bent space and time. Like, what were the physical effects on his body? Like, why why don't any of these black holes they're mentioning in this episode rip you apart? Did you not see? Back to the Future, okay, it's a steel frame right. okay, that can house it them. It spreads the electromagnetism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Keeps it around. They're safe. Soft bread. Uh, I got to piss real bad. Yeah, you can take a break. Okay. You can take a break. I I'm going to keep going. No, it's fine. Well, you can keep going, <laughs> no, no, too. No, no, I'm, I'm kidding. kidding. Take a break. Hello. And we're back. Sorry. Had a long piss. And this is apparently where the passengers didn't notice anything. That's That is the number one thing where I'm like, it would have been one thing if you and your daddy were out there having a pleasure cruise. Right. <clears throat> you, you know, the old Palm Springs bathhouse in the sky. Exactly. The Paws night all right. day. <laughs> uh, there are no AIDS laws no. in international Not skies. This um, but, but the fact that they had multiple passengers and and this show, like, that, this is one of those, like, how dare you, ancient aliens, not interview any of the passengers or get their reports on what happened? Right. Because I'm sure there were some injuries. There was probably a lot of turbulence, a lot of crazy yeah. shit happening. Plane was hydroplaning fucking on zero G tunnels and shit yeah. like that. How it just doesn't add up. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So you again, you could have a whole episode just on that. But I guess that's where somewhere in the sky is in Hysteria Fifty One. Right, right. Should look. I, I should look for an episode on the Bruce Gernon incident or something. See if they did yeah, that. Yeah. I wonder if they've even found it. It's important enough to do because I looked. I tried to look up any debunkings of it. And it's almost like nobody cared enough mm, <laughs> to try to, to debunk try. it or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, but uh, we we double back to Easter Island and the Rapa Nui, the people that yeah, lived yeah, there yeah, for yeah. a while, and then mysteriously disappeared. Um, uh, there's like a oh, there's a weird insert of Sukalos where he's in another 
studio. Like he's in a different outfit. Like, but it literally looks like that gift shop uh, at the criminal museum where it was all the crappy medieval right. toys and swords, and it was a fake dungeon. Yeah, in Germany, it literally looked like he was there. Like that was all. There was like a barrel with like swords and weird yeah. shit. I'm Guy like, where is he? Over like, <laughs> crying. <laughs> Yeah, Ving Rames is back yeah, there yeah, and fucking yeah, getting yeah. raped by a, a gimp. Yeah, but, there's um, like a ninja sword you could get. <laughs> I'm like, where the fuck is he filming? Like, what is he yeah, doing? Yeah. And the sound quality is a little different, and his hair is a little shorter. It's very right, strange. Right, right, um, He and Linda Moulton Howe are talking about how uh, the Rapa Nui knew that uh, they, they claimed that the Birdmen came from the sky and were altering their babies and made the Rapa Nui move, you know, walk across the island. I'm like, yeah. And then Linda Howe's like, and aliens have been experimenting on our DNA for 270 million years. I'm like, okay, like this is where the episode Sounds completely good. falls apart. Yeah. Like, they never go back to this. They're on for 10 seconds each. And I'm like, why did you guys even bring this up? Right. Like, but just because they're saying that the Rapa Nui might have been uh, a failed experiment, which is kind of racist or weird too, yeah. but, uh, and that's why they disappeared was like they took them back up to the ship or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, we now go to the Stephen uh, Kubaki yes. story um, in Holland, Michigan in 1978. This guy goes out cross-country skiing. He tells his friends he's leaving. Uh, two days later, he's still not back. His skis and backpack are in the middle of a lake, and the tracks that he was leaving in the snow just completely disappear. And uh, there's no evidence until a year later. He wakes up in a field 700 miles away. This story is kind of interesting because I also looked up this story to see if it had been debunked. The only people that tried to debunk it just were like comment sections on Quora.com and like where they're like, this was clearly a case of mental illness that he didn't want to talk about. And that's why he's missing time. Because anyone that was sane would know that missing time for a year means you're mentally ill. And I'm like, that's fucking stupid. That's where the counterpoints right. are like, that's not evidence. That's just your opinion. That's just as faith-based as ancient astronaut theory is on this whole right, thing right. too. Overall. Yeah. Um, but, um, and this is like prime Hysteria 51 shit. These are like the kind of cases that they like yeah. thrive on on their show. Um, but um, they all, I'm, I was also bummed though, they didn't really go into like any interviews that, because they say like the newspapers report he's alive and comes back from amnesia whatever. and whatever. Yeah. And um, they didn't say anything like they didn't have quotes from him. They didn't have, and then they we fucking meet this guy, Dave Politis, who's this kind of like an X-Files missing persons expert like private eye or something mm -hmm. they don't really say he works for any department he just seems to be a private investigator that's focusing on these weird cases he also claims that he's like not into theoretical shit he's not into like uh ghosts or any of that weird shit that he like just wants to find the facts about these very strange paranormal missing persons cases yeah um he kind of looks like a porn doctor oh, a yeah. porn pi um but uh he's he investigated um, the fuck is his name? Kabuki? No, Kibaki. <laughs> Kubaki. Uh, Stephen Kubaki's case, among a bunch of other ones, and he found that there are there like most missing persons person. My person. Yes. Uh, most missing persons cases end up being because they're dead. Right. He's like the vast majority. There's a body found even years later sometimes, and your DNA tests it, whatever. He's like, but of those that are not that are unsolved. And especially of those that like return and have time slippage or they don't remember what happened. There are 59 places in the U.S. that are like the hot spots for this. And he says there's patterns. He says uh, all of the cases where, again, there's no foul play. There's no you know explainable shit. Um, they are by 
uh, bodies of water, uh, either when they disappear or are found. Um, there was usually some sort of weather at play at the mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. they disappeared. So it kind of like goes into the theories they're presenting in the rest of the episode is that, hey, extreme weather, being by water, all this shit can like make a vortex appear, right, you know? Right. Um, and um, he also is like, he, he goes, I, I've been lucky enough to talk to theoretical physicists in my career and the shit they all say, so it makes this all sound very plot. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know about this guy. He seems yeah. too, he has too much hair for how old he is, and he seems too, uh, too put together, like waxed eyebrows. I don't know. It just, it's very strange. But, yeah. but he also, <laughs> again, he doesn't like. They don't do a good job of of qualifying his qualifications. Like, it, it has he solved any of these cases? Right, <laughs> has right, he? Right. Has he been reached out to by detectives or fucking uh, police precincts around Whatever. the country? Yeah, for, is, yeah. is he like the go-to guy, or is he just guy that likes to do this? Some dickhead. <laughs> Some dickhead. Yeah, here we go. Um, Childress chimes in here and says, "Is it boss night here in the plane? Mm-hmm. Oh, is it possible that when people go through these time tunnel portals and they have no memory of what went on, is it because there's?" Nothing for them to have a memory of because for them, it was just an instantaneous thing, like a bathhouse night, just yeah. a one-time thing. Lunch turns into a seventy-time <laughs> thing. Um, but yeah, he's he's saying like if they're passing through a wormhole, they just fucking apparently the wormhole just knocks them out all the time, and they wake up and they go, yeah, I just walked. How am I in this feel? Like yeah, it's like waking up from a dream for them or something. I don't know, but. I, I wish they would have also talked about they, when you have Michio Kaku on, assuming he's on for your show and they're not just poaching uh, footage. Other stuff, yeah. I I think that he goes into on some of those shows like the effects on the physical body theoretically of what would happen. Because mm-hmm. um, like when they talk about black holes, they're like, if you, they're always like, if you could survive it. Well, I'm like, well, what does that mean? I, I don't know. But basically, you would flatten out into a two dimensional thing, which is like, oh, you just. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah like, oh, oh you yeah. just fucking eating the king. But well, again, if ever if there's a certain breaking point, yeah, your body can't enter it all at once, right? Right, like your toes are going to enter before your right. the rest of your foot, so that's all going to get ripped apart, right? So that's kind of the which theory, means death, that. right? Exactly, yeah. right? <laughs> like your so particles are obliterated. Permeable membrane that encompasses you as an entity. Cars, yar, uh, retars. Uh, you're going to get ripped apart. That's right. the whole point. Right. Right. Like if a ship, that's how a ship has to enter at the exact same time. Right. Right. So it needs some sort of bubble around it. And it, yeah, because in Interstellar, like they had to match the speed to like go in there or sort of kind of. But also you it, had the help of the others. Exactly. That, that was protecting them. And that's from, probably where Neil deGrasse know. was like, oh, well. <laughs> Old the, Neil deGrasse. The, the, the top <laughs> of them is going to get ripped off. Right. And. Yeah, you're just going to get ripped apart. That's the right. problem. Because you can't enter it all at the exact same time. Right. So. Um, it's like a old computer. They had to feed the cards into them. It's like, now it's just data. But in, sort but of in the in the, yeah. in the before time, you had to like go ka-chunk and, and well, go in. Yeah, my dad had those where you had to yeah. have a, a whole stack of cards right. with a series with of punches punch, just yes. to start the computer. Right. And then he had a series of punches for you. Because <laughs> he fucking went to his computer room. Fucked up the sequence of his computer cards. Someone told did you that, not to they repeatedly. Would hit, they'd hit your hand and make you dump your card, so you had this whole right. sequence. Right. And you have to pick them back up. Do they do that in Magic: The Gathering as well? 
No. And then fights break out? No, because magic, you <laughs> want your, your deck shuffled. And people are just smacking their crutches on each other. You would smack, the their, you'd smack their deck if they had it sequenced. That's actually mm. breaking the rules. Mm. So, <laughs> if you ever seen anyone forcibly smack a deck uh, at a, at a mat, like no, a fight no, no, break out? No, no, no. no okay. No, no. It's all very it's simple. It's all bullshit. Okay. <laughs> it's all bullshit. No, because there's that dumb video, that dumb fat guy who like flips the table. And oh, all that stuff. You're, I, yeah, I wasn't thinking yeah. of that, but no, I was, I know, I was I curious know, if you'd seen. No, 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 no. Like, uh, do you ever see? Did you ever see when you know when conventions used to exist? Uh, never a physical altercation. You never or any like wasteoids, like any you know, zip heads, <laughs> whatever. No, like any uh, drunk people that were like too wasted to play. No, if you're drunk, you're <laughs> they'll kick you out. <laughs> <laughs> as you're coughing yeah. on chartreuse <laughs> yeah because well, I, I went to a tournament at a brewery and I was drinking in between rounds oh. and someone was like hey you gotta be careful if you're too drunk they're gonna kick you out of, out of the okay. tournament yeah. like don't worry about it I this is it. a gentleman's game sir I got you bro <laughs> don't worry did they say that or were you People saying that? I said oh okay that. yeah <laughs> I said don't worry about it I'm still in the tournament and you fucking fucked up and lost so you're out okay I'm still winning oh it was a loser that Sorry, was criticizing you I was too you? busy winning <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think I I placed just outside of prizing, but mm-hmm. I I did pretty well that. Okay. Day. Yeah. Um, hold my shit together. Because if you win the prize, like in Highlander, you basically you gain your mortality back, but you also gain telepathy for everyone on the planet, and you can feel what everyone feels. And I'm like, I don't want to. How shit. is that the prize? Like, because it's not even like becoming God. It's not like, hey, you stay immortal, but you now you get to read people's minds. It's like. You get to die while feeling everyone's pain and anguish and is coming that and not stuff. Life, Joe. I guess so. Um, Anyways, yeah. The last little segment here. Um, they 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 show this paper that was written in 2013 by some scientific group that proves that all of the uh, the term eddy <laughs> in water in Edward? aquatic terms. Um, yes, Edwards for the former yes. one. Uh, these are these are like water vortices, and they're naturally occurring eddies, I guess. And they show a diagram that like makes it so that the entire world's oceans are just spirals. It seems like, which I don't know if that's true with currents and stuff. I thought yeah, currents were kind of like they no, all currents are all spirals. Technically, they're all spirals. Yeah. So here on West Coast elitism, uh, <laughs> our current travels in a circle, uh-huh. and it goes north to south. Okay. So on the east coast, that's why Italy. And parts of France have a similar uh, weather pattern yeah. and climate to us because water, you know, uh, makes spaghetti. Exactly, uh, it regulates temperature. Right. So over here, it's cold water because it's north mm-hmm. coming down south right. to warm up. Yeah, yeah, and moving beyond. On the east coast, that same vortex circle is happening, mm-hmm. but on the east coast, you're going hot water. To cold water, oh, so that okay. why that that's it's why they're bandy water to New York water exactly. So that's why their their water is warmer on average because it's it. already warm coming in and then cools I off. See. And then if you go to Europe, yes, you're on the backside of that, and again it's cold water it. down to warm water from Norway and Sweden. Exactly. And but that's places. why our California elitism it is our California is uh, the same as like Italy, and that's right. why grapes and all that shit can Mediterranean the same, climate. That same thing, because we're on the same side of the vortex swirl. Got it. Interesting. So, yeah. Okay. Um, and that's why when they say uh, global warming will fuck it up, all that fresh water will come in mm-hmm. and basically turn all those off. So there's no mm-hmm. more swirling. There's no more climate. I there's see. no more anything. Everything right. just freezes in place. Right, right. Just like trout. Exactly. <laughs> so. 
uh, or whatever is in Lake Nasimiento. Sure. Um, Which I might get you to go there finally, Joe, yeah, soon. I know. We'll see how, <laughs> quote unquote, great it is every time. Um, I'll bring I think some, it's great. I'll bring some floaties. I know you've, <laughs> you've been a thousand times this year. <laughs> I'm going this weekend. <laughs> uh, Brandenburg comes on again Your and says, will be there. It says, uh, my parents? Oh, yeah, that's Your right. Your mom? <laughs> um, you can go crash her 30th anniversary. Or I think, is it this weekend? Or I think no, they you might... said the 16th. Yeah, they're going to be there the weekend when we're there. I that's think. what I was saying. That's drunk, what I mean. Drunk that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Brandenburg says, some people will say that we understand black holes completely, and of course, that's nonsense. I'm like, there's that time travel there you go. Uh, symposium guy. Um, but uh, they're just wrapping it up here. Michio Kaku says, you know, uh, it turns out that when you're looking at the mathematics of vortices, that there's a certain universality, that we see them when you pull the plug in your bathtub, you see them in hurricanes, you see them in twisters. F5. Uh, uh, Bill Paxton. Pepsi cans. <laughs> um, and I was like, that's interesting at least. I felt like I learned something this episode, which had nothing to do with ancient aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, and that like, I was kind of like, I feel like we're finding by understanding the deeper levels of science, by starting to understand like quantum theory and things like that, that we're like we're starting to see like, well, yeah, like there is a connection. Of course, there's a con- everything that's a spiral mm-hmm. should have some sort of connection, right? Because right. a physical spiral action, a dynamic spiral, motion. there's some sort of the same motion or some forces are causing the same physical result on right, something, right, whether it's right, a right. black hole or your bathtub, right? Yeah. So that is really interesting or where... the back hole. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, and then they fucking try to jam in here at the end that ancient astronaut theorists believe that uh, aliens have been controlling vortexes, vortices, for thousands of years to come in and out right. of the planet okay. and whatever, stargates, whatever. And we end on Michio Kaku saying... This is on the border of science fiction and science fact, and it shouldn't be ruled out. So that's that's cool. Yeah. It's fine. Um, I felt like this was an episode of a different show for the most part. Like, um, it's like it's like a spinoff where it's like ancient astronaut theorists do science. You know, it's yeah. like here's these guys you like that talking about something they don't know anything about. Right. It's like Mr. Wizard, but with adults. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, but um, anyway, that's uh, Earth's black holes. The next episode is called the Desert Codes. And uh, it seems to be all about hieroglyphics. All desert-carved language things. Oh, we had Rami. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, same Provenientalians time, same Provenientalians channel. All about that. Um, Allah Yakbar. And uh, not Allah Akbar. We don't want to say it's a war here. Oh, no. Um, do not drop that. Yes. Uh, support us on Patreon.com slash Aliens and get two exclusive podcasts per month. Uh, subscribe, like, tell your friends about our show. Give us five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. It helps people find the show. Follow us on social media at Probing Aliens on Twitter, at Probing Ancient Aliens on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, other you're there, drunk that. Yeah, listen, listen to beer there, drunk that. We're gonna have a few episodes coming up. So oh yeah, that right. And uh, other than that, we will uh, collapse your leather starfish into collapse a your prolapse. There you go. There you go. Yeah, that's how you do it. Oh, wait, I gotta review that game content. Oh, that's right. Yeah, patrons only, bro. There you go. All right, bye. Bye.